Blog Talk Radio. We are vibrational beings. You know, we're not just flesh and blood. You know, uh, if you put anything under a microscope, an intense microscope, you can ultimately see that everything is vibration. And, in, and as the scientists are not telling us, there's information there. But it's not solid. It's always moving. So we're vibrational beings. And when we lift our vibration to what we want to experience, it happens first on a vibratory level. And then it shows up and manifests in our life. So uh, people who are holding on to rancor, animosity, mm-hmm. they're slowing down their vibration. Okay. Another way of saying is you cannot have which you're not willing to become vibrationally. Ah. If you do get it, you'll lose it. Ah. You see, this is why people, they'll win the lottery, they, <laughs> they lose everything, yes. or they'll finally get the person they think they Absolutely. want to be with. They can't keep, the, can't keep the relationship, or they'll get a modicum of success but can't hold on to it, because inside they weren't vibrationally aligned. They really hadn't become it. So you can temporarily manipulate and get things, but to have it completely you have to lift your vibration and, and become that in, in, in vibration you're not really attracting things to you you're really radiating ah it's really a radiation I can cry right now it's like if I become the vibrational frequency of love harmony peace and I'm radiating that that's the key it's gonna show up in my life that's the key that's the word you're not attracting it you have to be it and radiate it and then it it comes it is drawn to you right from you to it yeah you have to like yourself when you're by yourself yeah you have to like yourself I mean when you when you're by yourself you have to look at those thoughts the beautiful thoughts the crazy thoughts Mm -hmm. you have to embrace yourself you have to forgive yourself you have to love yourself and when you can fall in love with yourself and like yourself when you're by yourself now you can be with others but if you don't like yourself when you're by yourself, then you're pulling on others to make you happy. Is it possible to life vision when you're at the bottom? Not only is it possible, that's probably the best time to do it. When circumstances and situations are pressing in upon us, the only way we can overcome them is to go within, to actually begin to ask very empowering questions with the awareness that this universal presence and its law will answer any question that you ask. So if you're in a situation that uh, is pressing on you and you ask, what's trying to emerge in my life? What is my gift to share? Mm. What is my purpose? Why am I here on the planet? Not just how can I pay my rent, not just how can I stop the pain. You ask empowering questions, the universe will answer these questions in a language and in a way that you can understand. There'll be inner prompting, there'll be intuitive hits, nudges, signs, symbols, dreams. It'll come in the language of the the, the individual soul and heart. The difficulty is that when people are in tough situations, they ask disempowering questions. They say, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. Who's to blame? Why Why me? me? Those are the disempowering questions. So the universe will answer those too. pull on the database of human experience and say you were born on the wrong tra- side of the tracks or you were born on the right side of the tracks or you this happened or that happened. It will give you a, a, a bevy of excuses. But if you ask an empowering question, you'll get an answer to rise above the muck. So it's all about the question, 
the sincerity of the question, and then the ability and the willingness to, to really listen, to really be available. That, that's where the juice is. And that is available to every human being. Whether an individual is in prison, whether an individual is imprisoned by circumstance, imprisoned in their own mind about an event that happened in their past, it doesn't matter. Once you ask with sincerity, the universe will answer. That's, that's the way it operates. It goes back to asking the question. Yeah. And it, but it also goes back to understanding that the presence of God has never made a mistake, yeah. doesn't do do-overs, and doesn't repeat itself. Yeah. Therefore, each of us are unique expressions of the infinite. The way the infinite gets to express its infinite nature is through its uniqueness. Therefore, I have a mandate to discover myself, find out who and what I am, what my purpose is, and to express it. And that, and that idea within us yeah. is infinite and is always unfolding. So it's not a one and done. It's not, I've arrived. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm always on a journey of unfolding. You grow where you're planted. You grow where you're planted. And, and then you ask, what's trying to emerge? What's trying to unfold? And you'll start to get hints. You start to take baby steps walking in that direction. And as you take baby steps, inertia becomes momentum. Mm -hmm. And then possibilities start to reveal themselves. Potential starts to be activated. And, and you find yourself, as you look back, wow, I'm changed. I'm different. Yeah. When did that happen? You have to be in alignment with it. You have to have a level of practice. You have to give up your resistance to the circumstance. In other words, you're, it's, you're not arguing and resisting the with the circumstance. Yeah. I know this person said, I prayed. I did that. God hadn't <laughs> answered me yet. Yeah. This is the deal. God is always answering. Yes. But are we receiving? Are we listening? Are we available? Yeah. So prayer, meditation, life visioning, it attunes us to become in alignment yeah. with that vibration. So we actually can hear it. We can actually feel it and then move in that direction. Many people, uh, if their prayers would be answered, they couldn't even receive it. They're not, they're not vibrationally ready. Victim consciousness is where many people live. Yeah. Somebody did it to me. The reason why I'm not happy is because he just make, you know, my ex-boyfriend, my boss. The world isn't fair. The world isn't fair. They're doing it to me. The reason why I'm not happy is somebody else's fault. Mm -hmm. God did it to me. The devil did it to me. My astrological sign did it to me. The numbers did it my to mother. me. My mother. My karma. Yeah. Okay. That's the victim stage. Every victim has a victim story. You ask somebody, a victim, what's going on, they'll give you a list of complaints about what's wrong and who uh -huh. did it. Fanny Lou Hamer once said, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, something happens and you start to open up to a possibility that maybe, maybe I'm in my own way. Maybe there's something more than, than what meets the eye. You're going to need something that is not within your little mind and your little perception. And that's where prayer comes in. That's where meditation comes in. That's where life visioning comes in. So if you just said, help, I'm open. I'm available to something new. Now you're on your way. Yeah. Help yeah. is a prayer. Help, help is a prayer. Yeah. I, I say, when I use the word help, I say, hello, eternal, loving presence. That's what help means to me. Yeah. Hello, eternal, eternal loving, loving presence. Wow, that's a good one. Back in the day when the Bodhi tree existed, 
and a book fell off the shelf. Just, I walked in and the book just slammed on the floor off the shelf. And it was exactly what I needed to read at that time. And so I learned about manifestation. I learned about the second stage, which is how to manifest, which is establishing intention, beginning to see visually the kind of life you want to uh, live, beginning to have conversation about that kind of life. I tell people you have to talk about it more than you talk about your problems because at the end of the day, if you're complaining more than you're talking about your vision, yeah. then you're in inertia. So there's a shift that takes place where you're actually talking about the possibilities mm -hmm. more than you're talking about your issues. Yeah. You don't deny the issues. Bad things have happened to people. You're not denying that those things have happened. But it's the energy that you give to it. That yes. is a definite true fact. If you start talking about somebody or you're engaged in a conversation where you're gossiping, before long, you're spiraling down. Energy goes into those lower frequencies. Yep. Doubt, worry, fear. All, now you're in, you're in that sediment, mm -hmm. you're in that dynamic. Mm -hmm. But if you start talking about possibility, even, even if you don't know how to get there, then your energy starts to go up. Mm -hmm. You know, what if, you ask a what if question. You know, what if, what if all my needs were met? What would I be doing in my life? What if everything is really working together for my good? What if all the bad things that have happened in my life are leading me to activating some great potential in my in my experience mm -hmm. what if God really is on my side yeah you know you ask a what if question and you start to notice little tiny miracles happening in your life mm -hmm. things start to manifest you don't know how they got there the the primary dark night of the soul is when you're losing your identification yeah. with your previous identity but you don't yet have an identification with what's new emerging you're mm -hmm. in that's good the dark that's good. you don't know uh, you, you, you knew this is who you used to be, yeah. but you're not that anymore. But who you're becoming, you're not that either. So it's dark. It's really, and sometimes it's excruciating. Sometimes it's a lot of fear, a lot of disconnect. And I, I, I tell people that when you're going through that, mm -hmm. tell them to ask this question. If this experience were to last forever, yeah. what quality would have to emerge for me to have peace of mind. Ooh. So if you ask that question, and you say, oh, if, I, if, I, if, I, if, this, if this particular experience was, was gonna last forever, I would need, I would need some strength. I would need some, some peace. I would need a little bit more, you know, name whatever quality. And what happens is, when your attention starts focusing on that quality, rather than resisting the dark night, then the process is speeded up and your identification, you move through it, you move it, through it faster. Yeah. Pain pushes until the vision pulls. So life is progressive and it's pushing you yeah. until you get pulled by a larger vision. So once you have a vision that you can articulate. Okay, so pain pushes you. So it get, it's hard, it's harder, it's harder, it's harder, and it's trying to force you into having a vision, a vision yes. that's bigger than, than, than the, the pain. pain. And that's a principle. Potential is always bigger than the problem. Potential is always bigger than the problem. Your potential is infinite and is always bigger than whatever problem you're going through. You begin to have a, a, a vision about the possibility. Mm -hmm. You start to be pulled by it 
And then once you really sincerely embrace it yeah. and your life begins to be, okay, when I wake up this morning, I'm going to walk in the direction of my purpose. I'm going to walk in the direction of my vision. I'm going to walk in the direction of that possibility and the potential yes. instead of allowing myself to go, oh, woe is me, or I can't believe. Or that. Right. I'm going to walk in the... The cosmic yeah. two by four doesn't need to hit you as much. Wow. You're pulled. You're being pulled more by joy and it's like... I'm being pulled by some, something. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to have challenges. Of course. Of course. We don't, we don't, we're not praying to live a challenge-free life. We're praying that the challenges that come activate latent potential. Understanding that pain pushes until vision pulls. Ask what-if questions. Yes. Begin to see, visualize the kind of life you want to live. Mm -hmm. Begin to talk about it. Begin to write it down. Begin to dream about it. And then what I, what I teach is... You talk about it. Doesn't mean you talk to everybody because everyone is not trustworthy. That's right. You talk to selected friends. About it. About it. You talk to it. Uh -huh. You actually talk to the vision. Talk to the possibility. Talk to love. You talk to peace. You talk to prosperity. I see you everywhere. I see you prosperity in the lawn. I see you abundance on the, in the grain of the sand. I see you everywhere. Mm -hmm. You talk to it. And then after a while, you're talking from it.
of our own nature. Happiness, from a spiritual point of view, is not based on conditions or circumstances. Innately, we're happy beings. We're spiritual beings. That means that happiness and joy are already built within. And as we're one of the most important things, because the subconscious mind uh, really has fundamental programs of life that we acquire from our parents, our family, our community uh, between uh, the last trimester of pregnancy and the first seven years. So this is why nature created the first seven years of a child's life to download how to be a member of a family and a society and a culture by strictly observing other people. It's actually a brain function. It's a equivalent of hypnosis. Yes. Okay. So the fundamental programs of your subconscious are not yours. The conscious mind is yours. That's the creative mind. Well, the issue is that the conscious mind uh, can travel in time. What are you doing next week? Yeah. Your mind lets go of the moment, goes to the next week. What did you do last week? Let's go of the moment, and you move into last week. Or I say, Ty, think of something in your head. Uh, and the moment you're thinking, you're not paying attention. Well, this is what the function of the subconscious comes in. When you're not paying attention, you go to autopilot. So it's not like you're walking down the street and you have a thought and then stop. Like that. No, you continue walking. Yeah, but you're not paying attention. So it's a subconscious that does all the jobs from walking to driving the car. Uh, and so why is this relevant? Because when we're not paying attention and we default to the subconscious, we, start, we play the programs that are in the subconscious. And then I go, yeah, but the programs in the subconscious are primarily not yours. They came from other people. The, the, and most of them, as psychologists tell us, most of the programs we get are disempowering, self-sabotaging, and limiting. And the relevance about that is this. If I'm going to play those programs, then I'm, by definition, I'm going to be shooting myself in the foot. The reason why you play the subconscious programs is because the conscious mind's engaged with thinking, which is 95% of the time or more. 
And that means 95% of your behavior is invisible to you. And why I really wanted to emphasize this so much is this, because we believe we're victims. Oh, you know, I really wanted to be successful. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to have a great relationship. And it's not working out. Yeah. And then you say, well, that was my intention. And it's not working, so therefore the world's against me. And then we go into victims like, God, I really wanted it and it didn't happen. And I just want people to wake up because it basically is this. It's not the world against you at all. The world will give you everything. The issue is you're not operating from your conscious mind except 5% at the most. And so your life is really a reflection of your subconscious programming. Now you say to me, well, I got programmed from the last trimester of pregnancy, the first seven years, so I was being programmed when I was one and two and three, and I go, absolutely. And you say, but what, what were the programs? I wasn't there. I have no idea what the hell the programs are. And I go, here's the neat part. 95% of your life is coming from the subconscious. So all you have to do is look at your life and just look at it and say, for what? I say, what comes to you that you want and it comes to you easily, you have programs to allow that to happen. But what you struggle with, what you work hard on, what you, you have to put a lot of effort into, why are you working so hard? And the answer is simple, because you have an invisible program that is sabotaging you from that point. So now all of a sudden you say, well, what do I need to change? I say, well, look at your life yes. and tell me what you're having trouble with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's the, the, the direct expression of a program that's not supporting you. There's always been a belief that the conscious and the subconscious minds are one and the same. So if I educate my conscious mind, then my subconscious mind should automatically know what the heck I just did. Yeah. Right? So then I say, well, yeah, guess what? How many self-help books did you read? And I go, oh, I read all these self-help books. I say, now that you read them, did your life change? And the answer is, no, not really. But I'm really smart because if you ask me any questions about the self-help book, I can answer it. I say, well, what's the issue? And the issue is this. The conscious mind is creative. So, yeah, I could read the book. I could watch this video with you in it. I could uh, even just go, aha, and the conscious mind could accept that and learn it. But the subconscious mind does not learn that way. And that has been the problem because we educate the conscious mind to get really smart and our life stays exactly the same as it is. And the issue is why? Because it doesn't translate from the conscious to the subconscious. Because the subconscious learns in, well, three to four fundamental ways. Number one, the first way it learned seven years was hypnosis because the brain was operating at a low vibrational frequency and just downloading what it saw. After you're seven, how do you learn? Habituation. How'd you learn the ABCs or the times table? You had to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and finally you got it and then you know how to do it. You want to drive a car? You have to practice and practice and then you learn how to do it. So if you want to change the subconscious mind, hypnosis is number one, that works. Uh, number two, repetition, habituation, yes. create a habit. And at first it seems like a struggle because it's new to the subconscious mind, but hey, you didn't learn ABCD the first time you said it, you know, you That's had to right. do it again and again. But after you do it for a repetition period, it will be so natural that if you're not doing it, your subconscious mind go, hey, what's happening? We're not doing it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's really good. We overcome that. Um, a third way, which is um, very, uh, some people get in, it, it's very powerful, but I wouldn't recommend it, is tremendous emotional shock. <laughs> 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 Boom! Something happens in your life and it's so dramatic that after that moment, you're not going to be the same person. The subconscious got, got it right there, okay? Yeah. And the newer one and the better one is um, a whole new field of uh, uh, belief change modalities, which are also associated with what's called energy psychology. Yes. Uh, and these are wonderful uh, because basically uh, it's a form of super learning. 
And what's neat about it, the conventional things like hypnosis or habituation, there's a time element that takes a long time. But these new belief change modalities, uh, like a super learning experience, you can change a belief you've had your whole life, 50 years, and change it in 10 minutes. And so this is really, it's really, it's a new type of psychology that's coming in, but it's really necessary because as they say, uh, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. We're running into a world that has a lot of necessity to change very, very quickly. So uh, we're really happy to see that there are ways of changing without going through all that anxiety and stress that we can do it really quickly. My favorite one is the one that I use because I'm most familiar with it, but there's many of them in my books. I give a whole list, but the one I I use is called Psych-K, like the abbreviation of psychology. It actually represents psychological kinesiology. Uh, uh, And it's an exercise where you, you get your right and your left brain hemispheres to work in harmony, which they don't do on a normal day-by-day basis, and when you get them to work in harmony, that's called brain synchronization, a window sort of opens up and you can drop in a new belief in five minutes. You know, it's really fun because you say, well, what if you can release these programs? And that's uh, the story of the Matrix, where I say, I take the red pill, I get out of the program, and I say, yeah, but in real life, every time we've taken that red pill, I say, what's the red pill in real life? And the answer is falling in love. Falling in love with the person or falling in love with uh, your creativity or whatever it is, falling in love. Because when you fall in love, what you're doing is so captivating and so engrossing and so desirable, you don't let your conscious mind wander. So the first time in your life, your conscious mind is staying present. And I said, well, why is that important? Conscious mind, wishes, desires, and aspirations. If you're operating from that mind, you manifest your wishes and desires. So my conclusion for all of this blah, blah, blah that I'm giving you is simply this. What if you go into the subconscious mind and change the programs in the subconscious mind so they reflect the wishes and desires of your conscious mind? What would that mean? And i tell you what it means. You'll live in a honeymoon for every day of your life on this planet for a simple reason. Yeah. If my conscious mind with wishes and desires begins to wander and I default into the subconscious and is playing my wishes and desires, I never left the honeymoon. Most people's stresses are not real uh, immediate emergency stresses at all. They're beliefs of a fear of that they won't have something, they won't have a job, they won't have food, they won't have a friend. Uh, and it's not that they don't have them right now, they're thinking about, oh, that happens! And that's where the stress comes from, and that's why 90% of the people are in fear because they, they recognize that their future is uncertain, but rather than seeing it in a positive way, they, they have a, a, you know, this image of a negative work, thing. Work it all out. And, uh, and, yeah. and it's really interesting because, remember, when you fall in love and you get out of the program and you create heaven on earth, well, if it wasn't for the programming, everybody would have heaven on earth. Yes. So if we can change the programming, then heaven on earth is available. Hell no, I can't quit. Hell no, man. We got too much money to get shot. Stay down. Grand hustle.
I'm this far from being a star And just that close to quitting I never should have came close to me But I want to be a musician Pippin' not a politician Listen, feel my position It's a rough transition Plus I'm way too deep in the game To be trying to change From fortune and fame and glamour I could be in the slam I'm six feet up under Atlanta It's a blessing to breathe I walk the streets with seven felonies I'm blessed to be free Long as somebody up in heaven Who keep blessing the G CIP will still be blessed to see these Some haters, you can see Cause I'm back now with something to prove Everything the game, pimpin' nothing to lose All the stars smackin' niggas when it's nothing to do They too big, shoot them in the leg and even the hard Let your brand with Captain C-Roy Trap with KT and Broad with JR But hold with DP, bro bread with JG Switch labels like KP, who fucked it all up to me Even though I'd rather go back to slangin' drugs and shit It's a gang of niggas and bitches really love this shit I can't quit, even though
Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Law. Put on the mind of God is what you have to do. What does that mean? Go get something. You already got it. El Fatah. Open is your work. The becoming is your work. Everything you need, you got it. If somebody says, be ye perfect, you'd have to already be perfect because you can't put pieces together to make perfect those apart. Perfect is one. Undivided. Unbroken. Complete. Well, brother, let me tell you something. You already got it. You already are it. You just don't know it. And what I mean is, this thing here does not know it is perfect. It keeps telling you you're making mistakes. You don't know what you're doing. You can't do that. You don't know how to do that. I'm poor. I ain't got. I don't know what. That ain't where the mind of Christ works. But that's what you want to quiet in your mind. And put, I can. I know how. I am. I so desire. For whatever it is you so desire, you decree it, declare it, and proclaim it. That's how you get it. Because that's how you got everything else you got. As to whether you did it consciously or subconsciously, it doesn't matter. You have three levels of mind. The super, the conscious, and the subconscious. And you think on all three of them. It's what you're thinking that makes the difference. If your subconscious keeps making you make mistakes, it's because you keep telling it to do so. And as long as you tell your mind it's broken, it's going to behave like a broken mind. It's going to keep you poor, hungry, and scared. That's imperfect. Turn that shit around. I am G-O-D right now. I am master, able, and noble right now. That's your prayer. For transforming yourself to G-O-D. And don't accept anything less than that. Stop being a servant. Stop groveling in your prayers. Claim your divinity. Claim your godhood. Claim the knowledge of the universe. Claim your wealth. Noble Drew Ali told the Moors, each and every one of you, supposed to inherit a million dollars. And he said that in 1920-something. How many millionaires we got now? Hell, you can't... What do you mean, not many? We got so many, we can't even count them, man. Where are you living at? I'm trying to tell you something. You have to get you past poverty with this. Quit thinking, poor. Quit thinking, I don't have it. I don't... I can't get it. Don't look up and see somebody else hit the numbers for $20 million and they tell yourself, I, I can't, I, I, I ain't. I. What the hell are you talking about? 
you... Why can't you turn around and tell yourself just the opposite? I didn't win 20 million. That's what the sister did when she opened up the Bible. And the Spirit told her to read those verses in that chapter. And then when she got ready to close the book, the Spirit told her, don't close that book. Write them numbers down. <laughs> and carried them to the window. Wait a minute. I'm talking about right here in New York. A black woman who used to scrub floors for a living. Six million dollars that weekend. She ain't scrubbing nobody's damn floors no more. You know what I'm saying? You know? Quit reaching for the bottom. And the money's on top. Real money. And, and don't ask God for some money because a penny is money and He'll give you a penny if you ask for a penny. You know what I'm saying? Quit asking for cheap shit. <laughs> damn supermarket full of steaks. You go in there and buy some damn beans and rice. What is you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get up here. Why is it you don't think you're supposed to live a wonderful, pleasant, prosperous life? Who told you you weren't supposed to do that? Nobody but you. Well, quit doing that. Yeah, quit going for the okey-doke. It's okey-doke. I'm poor. It's okey-doke. I ain't got shit. It's okey-doke. You know, I'm sick. It's okey-doke. You know, I don't know shit. It's okey-doke. <laughs> go on. Quit going for okey-doke. You hear me? Now I'm talking to your spirit. Because that's what's going to get you out of poverty. And that's what's going to get you out of hell. It's the God within yourself. That's the one you're looking for. That's your best friend. And that's the only one who will be with you forever. When Jesus goes somewhere else, that God will still be there. You sure enough want to make him and her your best friend. See? A God that will always tell you the truth. Only if you will always listen. When you stop listening, everybody starts telling you a lie. Because that's what you're looking for when you stop listening to your own truth. Take the responsibility of being God. How do you get there? One way, and one way only. By desire. You have to want to be God. You can't get there no other way. Psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire is the law of mind and action. The psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire. If you do not have the desire to become God, you are not going to become God, certainly not by accident. That's a car running over you. Not God. You have to have it in here. If you want to be a servant, that's already in there. 
That's easy. Upgrade. You heard the statement, all grow up. Well, yeah, grow up. <laughs> and find out you might be 25 feet tall. That's a Reverend Biscuit in me coming out there. You're listening to Evolution Radio, where the evolution is the revolution. There will be days where you will ask yourself, where is all this going? What is the purpose? What is my purpose? In high school, I thought I'd discover my life's purpose when I could answer that age-old question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Nope. In college, I thought I would discover it when I could answer, what's your major? Not quite. I thought that maybe I'd discover it when I found a good job. Then I thought I just needed to get a few promotions. That didn't work either. I kept convincing myself that it was just over the horizon, around the next corner. Nothing worked, and it was really tearing me apart. Part of me kept pushing ahead to the next achievement, and the other part kept asking, is this all there is? I've often said that I wished people could realize all their dreams and wealth and fame and so that they could see that it's not where you're going to find your sense of completion. I realized one night in L.A. that the purpose of my life had always been to free people from concern. I can tell you from experience, the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. When you work towards something greater than yourself, you find meaning, you find purpose. When you keep people at the center of what you do, it can have an enormous impact. All life is interrelated. We are all bound together into a single garment of destiny. But under the sky, under the heaven, man, there is but one family. It just so happened, man, that people are different. That's the only thing that's important, really. Letting each other know we're here. Reminding each other that we're part of a larger self. Deep inside of you lives a hero who wants to do something great with your life, who wants to inspire other people, who wants to do creative work, who wants to change the world. Maybe you're so numbed out that you've forgotten who you truly are. The fact that you are alive today means there is a mighty call on your life to do something with the rest of your life. When you're convinced that your cause is right, have the courage to take a stand. Use your minds and hands and your hearts to build something bigger than yourselves. If you see a problem or an injustice, recognize that no one will fix it but you. A change in the world that seems so clear that you are sure someone else is going to do it. But they're not. You will. Ideas don't come out fully formed. They only become clear as you work on them. 
You just have to get started. How will you serve the world? What do they need that your talent can provide? That's all you have to figure out. I want to do good. I want the world to be better because I was here. I want my life, I want my, my work, I want it to mean something. If you are not making someone else's life better, then you're wasting your time. When you wake up in the morning and your life means something to somebody other than you, that you have a purpose, if you don't go do the things that you're going to do, people's lives will suffer. To live in service, not to you, but to live in service to humanity, to live in service to your family, to your church, to your city, to your country, to the world, that is the purest form of joy. Tear down that mirror that makes you always look at yourself, and you will be able to look beyond that mirror, and you will see the millions of people that need your help. Reaching out and helping people will bring you more satisfaction than anything else you've ever done. Measure your impact on humanity not in lives, but in the lives you touch. Not in popularity, but in the people you serve. There is so much out there conspiring to make you cynical. People will try to convince you that you should keep your empathy out of your career. Don't let that noise knock you off course. I found that my life got bigger when I stopped caring what other people thought about me. Yours will too. Stay focused on what really matters. When I look around, I always learn something, and that is to be always yourself and to express yourself, to have faith in yourself, to express oneself honestly, not lying to oneself, and to express myself honestly. That, my friend, is very hard to do. Everything you gain in life will rot and fall apart, and all that will be left of you is what was in your heart. Don't let anything stand in the way of the light that shines through this form. Risk being seen in all of your glory. You are ready and able to do beautiful things in this world. You will only ever have two choices, love or fear. Choose love and don't ever let fear turn you against your playful heart. Many things can contribute to our not approving our dreams, our not feeling good enough. A lot of things can contribute to that. Many of us never live up to our potential or don't approve ourselves because we never had anybody to believe in us. Looking at some of the things that keep us from approving ourselves, that we've all done some things that we don't feel good about. Things that if we had to do those things over again, we would not do those things. Or we would do things differently. So part of what we must do in order to begin to move into your greatness, you got to remove a major energy block. And that is dealing with the issue of forgiveness. People that have hurt you, someone who's done you wrong, make a list and things that you have done that you, you feel bad about, that you regret, make a list. There may be a time when you weren't a good father or a good mother or a good brother or sister or you, you were a bad child or you didn't do a good job or you lied or you were dishonest or you stole. 
No one knows this but you. Or something you feel good about, so you know, there's a real dog in me to do that. Something you just really regret. So we make a list of all those things. All of us have some of that. Somebody say there's some good in the worst of us and some bad in the best of us. So none of us escape. Now here's something I want you to do. I want you to become involved in an active process to get some clutter out of your life. So if there's any area in your life that you need to clean up, there's some people who's cluttering up your life. They serve no purpose whatsoever. They're just holding and occupying the space that somebody useful, positive, nurturing, and contributing could be holding that space. You don't even have time to look to see what else is out there because you all have all of these people surrounding you that's not in enabling you to grow. So look at what is it I need to get out of my life. Just start cleaning this stuff out. See, whatever you have in your environment is a reflection of your consciousness. So you got all that chaos there. That represents some disorganized, cluttered section of your mind. So let's get all that out of there, all right? Work to get that out. Clean that up. Anybody that you feel very strongly about, have some negative feelings about, let's look at some good reasons to forgive them. Number one, you must try and see what has happened or see things from that other person's point of view. Let's look at it from their point of view. That's, that's one area. That's number one. Then number two, Holding a grudge hurts you, it doesn't hurt them. So just for good health and peace of mind, let it go. Any feeling of resentment or anger or hatred is called to me the load of bitterness within. Every thought that we entertain produces a chemical in our brain that impacts the body's immune system. And besides, this person you're hating, they probably are not even aware of it. Don't even know you're really hating them. You've turned up the steam. Gone from dislike to hate, intense hate. And here you are killing yourself, making yourself vulnerable to various types of illnesses, putting yourself in bad health. And I say that person is not worth your sacrificing your health or one minute of peace of mind. One minute of anger robs you of 60 seconds of happiness. So decide it doesn't matter. Let it go and experience the dignity and the magnanimous sense of character of being big enough to move on and get on with your life. Letting it go so you can grow. See, we, all of us have greatness within us. But when you don't come to grips with your greatness and you don't work to develop it, if you're not seeking it out, if you're not finding where it is, if you're not trying to locate it, if you're not experimenting with your life to try and find out what fits for you, I'm saying that you're positioning yourself to be a miserable person, an unfulfilled person. How else do we do it? Procrastination. We just put things off over and over and over again. Why? Because we haven't accepted it. We don't feel deserving. We don't feel that we're good enough. So we sabotage ourselves by not ever taking care of business. We get real busy doing a lot of things where we don't have any time. We start doing so many things, we just give our time away until we don't have any time for ourselves or any time to do the things that we want to do. And every time you put it off and move it back, oh, I'll do it one day, oh yeah, I'm going to get to it. I'm saying to you that one day you look around and there goes a year, there goes two years, there goes three years. So is there something you want to do? Do it now. Do it right now. 
Don't put it off. Start right now where you are. There will never be a perfect ideal time. Whatever you have going for you right now, that's enough. Work on that idea. Work on it. Work on it. Work on it. Watch out with the relationships you have. What kind of person are you becoming because of the relationships that you have right now? Do those people contribute to you? Do they help you grow and develop yourself? What kind of person are you becoming? People who have not accepted greatness for themselves, these people don't study, ladies and gentlemen. These people don't study. They don't have time for personal growth and development. They don't have time to work on their minds. No, they don't have time for that. Too busy for that. To determine the height of your self-approval, it's important that you evaluate yourself because you know you quite well, but it's almost impossible to do it totally by yourself. You must get some caring feedback. Find somebody close enough to you that has observed you or been around you that you value their opinion and ask them how do they see you? How do they rate you in terms of your self-esteem? And then compare what you have with what they say. See, there are things many times that people can see in us that we can't see because it's a blind spot. When someone pays you a compliment, can you handle it well? Can you handle compliments well? That's a good barometer about your self-esteem. Can you handle criticism well? Can you give criticism? What are your expectations? What do you expect to get from life? What do you expect to get from your business? What do you expect to get from your relationships? What is your ideal day? What is it that you expect from this experience, this trip, this journey that you're involved in? People that that have a strong sense of self-approval, they have high expectations for themselves and from life and from others. See, a lot of people don't expect much from life. So they don't shoot for much. They're not preparing for much. A lot of people are just showing up in life. A lot of people just get up in the morning and they go through the day, they go to the job just to pull a check down watching the clock coming in. So you want to be a different kind of person as you forward your life. You want to get something out of this. If you're going to do it, it's worth your time, your energy. You've got some expectations from this. So examine your expectations versus your wishes. Some people wish they could do better. But some people expect to do better. Where are you on that? And love yourself. Make caring for you the highest priority in your life. Take care of you. Look out for what truly satisfies you. We're not taught to love ourselves. We're not taught to look out for ourselves. We're not taught to take care of ourselves, to become sensitive to our wants, to our needs, our, our desires. So make a conscious effort. Make you number one priority. Your peace of mind. Your health is more important than your family and any and everybody. Because if you don't have peace of mind, if you don't have your health, you can't serve anybody. Don't neglect yourself. A lot of us, and particularly ladies, have been groomed to be sacrificial lambs. Putting their dreams on the back burner in deference to their children's dreams or their husband's dreams or their family's dreams. And forget about themselves. Then become resentful and angry and bitter. So start taking care of yourself, looking out for you. Develop a health plan. Your health is all you got. So start taking care of you, eating nutritious meals, willing to exercise your body, taking care of this body, loving yourself.
So do some good stuff for yourself on purpose. Take some time out for you. You can't develop and manifest your greatness. You can't be a high achiever if you don't feel good. You don't take care of yourself. It takes the edge off your life. It helps you to manage things rather than allowing them to manage you. Gives you more personal power to deal with stuff. Take care of you. Now here's something else I suggest for you. Become aware of what your needs are and develop compassion towards yourself despite your human defects. Develop compassion for yourself despite your human defects. You will never be perfect. Hello? You will never be perfect. You're human. You've made a lot of mistakes. You've done a lot of dumb, stupid things. Guess what? You're not through yet. You've got to learn to be gentle with yourself. Make it all right. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on The Bottom Line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Personally, niggas rather work for the man than to work with me Just so they can pretend they on my level, that shit is irking to me Pride always going for the fall, almost certainly It's disturbing what I gross, what I gross. Survey says you not even close Everybody's bosses, to the time to pay for the office To them end points to separate the men from the boys over here, we measure the test for how many people successful next to you. Here we say you broke if everybody gets broke except for you. Ow. Fortress. Oh, I'll be riding around with my seat reclining. 
Dropping my God off at 2 every morning We slamming car doors I beat your ballin' on these bum whores You ain't talking about nothing, I ain't got no time Oh, chill, tell them cats they gotta relax Toes in a slam, I'ma get in fat Tell y'all go to makemorecommerce.com if you need to pick up a webinar or set up a consultation. I got an upcoming webinar coming up. Uh, I'm gonna be going into some trust stuff. Uh, I will release the topic next week. All right, and then we're gonna have the treaty webinar coming up as well. So if you didn't get on the treaty webinar, you can sign up for that again. Um, and the trust webinar is coming up. All right, um, the dates will be posted. Uh, you can check the Instagram and the Facebook if you need the date for the trust webinar. All right, so welcome to the show. Happy Easter. Right. The goddess of fertility. <laughs> um, but I hope you find you well today. It's not going to be a very long show today, um, but I'm going to go into the second part of our topic from last week. And... You know, last week we got into the metaphysical side of things, and I, and I think that that was an important way to start this conversation, um, specifically because when you think about space, right, most people think about, like I said last week, the space above your head that when you look up, but most people don't think about space, and because they call it the great beyond, right, uh, in the aspect of what's going on directly above your head when we talk about like your aura and things like that um but this week I want to deal with from an aspect of sovereignty okay and I want to really make sure that it's understood what sovereignty is right and why sovereignty applies to space okay why sovereignty applies to the space above your head it applies to the airspace it applies to you Right, it applies to celestial bodies, physical bodies, mental bodies, spiritual bodies. It, it applies to all of that shit, right? So we're going to dive into that tonight, um, take a little bit of a deeper look at it, right? And next week we'll continue our conversations on, on commerce, right? But 
I think that it's, it's kind of crucial, right, that we understand that the exploration of what we call space, um, you know, is a lot deeper than what, than, you know, what we like to think of. Um, and the issue of sovereignty comes up, right? And the issue of sovereignty will probably come up every time that we have this conversation, right, on, on the aspect of thinking about things from a extraterrestrial, celestial level. A second, let me get some headphones. All right, so we're gonna go into this tonight, and I welcome you to press one. You can chime in, ask a question, whatever you need to do. Right now, when we talk about space, right, you can't talk about the idea of space, space travel, or anything like that without talking about the idea. Of what we call sovereignty, right? And sovereignty is a pretty important subject, right? Because, you know, if you're listening to these shows, if you operate in that realm, then most likely what you are, are trying to achieve is some modicum uh, or the modicum of freedom, right? Which is, you know, in the very least, the control of yourself. Right, the ability to be unencumbered, the the uh, ability to govern your own assets, the ability to govern yourself, right, um, to be your own god, right, um, amongst right uh, a higher source, right. So, you know, not necessarily calling yourself the Most High, but understanding that you work in conjunction with the most high, right? You work in conjunction with, um, you know, if you want to call it Buddha or Allah or Olo Dumare, or if you want to call it God or Jehovah, whatever you designate that higher source to be, you work in conjunction with it on this planet. So when they tell you that you were given dominion over the earth and the fish and the waters and all of that, right? <laughs> you know, that's, that's very... It could be a controversial statement, right? Because dominion in itself um, can lead a lot of different places, right? And so, you know, when I think of dominion, right, and and we think of um, control, right, you have to understand that dominion, right, is man's attempt to establish some type of control over nature, right? And but you have to learn how to establish control over your own nature first before you can establish control over anybody else's nature or anything in nature. Okay. So when we when we think about dominion, right, it deals with sovereignty and it deals with authority and it deals with rulers and things of that nature. And last week, you know, we spoke about um, you know, dominion in the sense of you know, who controls the space above your head, right? Uh, disambiguation, if you will, right? Um, autonomy, the autonomous state, okay? So when we talk about dominion, we have to understand that dominion, uh, dominion was used, right? It's been used throughout history, anywhere you go, right? But in the sense of using dominion, right, we have to understand that space uh as they call it, is has, has been uh, unexplored. There's vast 
systems of space that are unexplored, just like the water. There's vast systems of water that have been unexplored, right? Some places under the ocean, they refuse to go, right? Some depths, they won't go. Some heights, they haven't been to, right? Some distances, they haven't been to. So dominion and, and the status of dominion generally just with some type of uh, common allegiance, allegiance to a crown, allegiance to yourself, allegiance to sovereign, sovereign body, any of that, right? So uh, in my research, right, as I, as I got into this, right, um, I, I, I got to realizing that you know, if you've ever been to that place called King's Dominion, right, and it's a place where you go eat at and you sit down and eat and, you know, all that good stuff, right? But, you know, one of the things that you notice is if you've ever been there, um, there's generally a guy that sits there like he's the king and, and they put on a show for you, right? And, and it's the king's dominion, right? So they're portraying the ruling authority, right, in that particular space. Now, dominions is uh, actually, it's a, believe it or not, it's a, it's a Christianity term, right? And it deals, with, it deals in that order, right? Um, and it deals with the order of angels. It's a, what they call a celestial hierarchy. Okay, but it deals with a self-governing nation of a commonwealth of nations um, other than the United Kingdom. And, and the United Kingdom is also a dominion itself, right? And, and so I, I make no claim to, um, you know, uh, matter of fact, let me rephrase that, right? I make the claim to dominion over myself, as you should, right? Um, and, you know, a lot of people don't, a lot of people, they don't want people liberated, right? And I get that, right? And liberation is a, it, it's a very touchy topic, right? Because people lose money when people are liberated. Um, people coming out of the system. There's all types of crap that goes along with that, right? So you have to discern for yourself how you're going to move, what you're going to do, right? Um, but you cannot allow um, anything other than your own subconscious to control, uh, you know, the dominion that you set forth for yourself, right? So dominion also deals with what we call absolute ownership, right? And if you know anything about absolute ownership, this can deal with things like fee simple relationships. It can deal with things like a lodial title, okay? Um, but it's absolute ownership. Now, May ask yourself the question: Well, what is absolute ownership? Well, absolute ownership is the actual right a person is having on property. A property and actual ownership it can be uh, freely transferable and inheritable, right? So, absolute ownership is a state where he or she becomes the actual owner, right? So, one of the beauties of the birth certificate, and often indicating your birth certificates on the state level and on a federal level, is that you own what? You own yourself, right? You, you you become the owner, then you give it over to your trust, right? And it becomes property of your trust. So then you become the owner of that particular space or that celestial body, right? And so when we talk about space tonight, I want you to really understand that the dominion deals with absolute ownership, right? It deals with title. It deals with right, right? Or you can call it, you can even call it absolute title, right? Absolute titles have no liens. They don't have any attachments or any, or any occurrences to it, right? And so this is why you have absolute ownership over yourself, 
once you take dominion of yourself, right? And um, you, you may say, well, why am I talking about this if I'm supposed to be talking about faith? Well, see, the holder of absolute title is free to sell the property at his or her discretion, right? But if you don't give up your own property, right? Because I heard, I heard the webinar that Jonah did, and I heard a brother on there ask about paying 2% to buy himself. Why would you ever want to buy, or excuse me, why would you ever want to sell yourself, right? And this is what I'm talking about, right? You, you, you know, you don't get into the realm of things like this and not ask the question of, number one, who owns you, who owns the space above your head, Right. Who can sell that space? Who can buy it? Right. How can how can you uh, be tricked? Because don't believe me when I tell you that people play games and they try to trick you into things of that nature as well. Right. You know, and you could accidentally do something. Right. But the thing is, is that if it's not with your direct discretion, it didn't happen. There's no equity in that. Okay. So there's this term. And I, I found it a very interesting term because this deals with space travel as we know it, right? But it deals with um, your intelligence, right? And the term is super intelligence. And see, super intelligence is a hypothetical agent, right? It possesses intelligence that surpasses uh, the brightest and most gifted human mind. Okay, they call it super intelligence. So super intelligence also refers to property, right? It refers to the property of problem solving, problem solving systems, uh, languages, okay? Uh, high level intellectual competencies, if you will, okay? So super intelligence, okay, may or may not be created, okay? Just like energy may or may not be created, right? It, uh, it just always is, right? And so this is where we get to the whole thing of celestial bodies. Well, celestial bodies have always been around, just like they tell you that you've always been uh, in existence, right? There is no beginning. There is no end. Okay? So when we get into this tonight, um, we have to understand that absolute title Okay, and liens and encumbrances and perfect title, all that deals with space. All of that deals with who you are, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a real quick break, but when we come back, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna dive in a little bit. I'm gonna give you some things that you can build on when it comes to these treaties, right? Because space treaties and things like that are important, and it's it's important to understand why space treaties are important, right? Just like treaties. You know, if you're using the Peace and Friendship Treaty, you're using Treaty of America or any other treaty, you should understand why treaties are done. And, and if you have a lack of understanding on that, go back and listen to the treaty episode that was done, right, where I broke that down on what treaties are, okay, why you need treaties, that they're bilateral treaties, they're trilateral treaties, okay, they're world treaties, okay. Now we know that there are celestial Treaties. And last week I talked about the celestial, the, the interterrestrial, the extraterrestrial, right? So we have to deal with treaties on the level of, number one, how do they apply to you? Because somebody will say, well, how does this, a space treaty apply to me? Well, I'm not getting in a spaceship. Well, the, the fact of the matter is, is that every day you wake up, you're in a spaceship. You, you're wearing a space suit. 
when you hop in your car, you're traveling, right? You're dealing with um, a super intelligence, number one. You also are dealing with uh, what we would call absolute title, okay? So it's important to understand where I'm going with this shit, okay? Now, um, if you need to know anything about treaties, the United Nations did treaties and principles on outer space, okay? There was one that was done in the 60s. There was another one that was done in 2002, okay? So there's multiple treaties out here and different things that you can stand on, but treaties are principles of governing activities, right, of different states, different sovereign bodies, right? And they include the moon, they include uh, other celestial bodies, so on and so forth, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to get into this. We're going to break it down tonight uh, right here on the bottom line. You want to holler at me, call the numbers 347-989-0194. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And we're going to get it in tonight. We're going to talk about this, all right? Right here on the bottom line, we'll be right back. We're going to take a real real quick break. All right, pay a couple bills, and we'll be right back. Peace to the gods.
Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. All right, peace to the gods. We're back. Uh, let me, uh, <laughs> my apologies. Man. I got somebody texting me like crazy. Um, all right, so let's get into it, right? And this way we can hop to the call lines. And if uh, I've got some questions, make sure that you press the number one and we'll get into it. All right. So uh, as part of the treaties, right, and the space treaties, one of the things that they talk about is sovereignty and sovereignty in space, right? And they put together these treaties, right? And what they do is they put them together with what we call countries here or political bodies, right? And one of the things that they tend to do is exclude you from a lot of these different treaties. But sovereignty is the supreme authority within the territory. So in any state or territory, sovereignty is assigned to the person, a body, or institution that has the ultimate authority over people and establishes some type of existing law. So when we talk about treaties, right, we have to look at the legitimate authority that's done. So if you ever watch uh, Star Trek, right? And Star Trek is, is a is a good one because in Star Trek, and hell, even um, well, I forget the other one. Um, Was it Star Trek, Star Wars, right? What they do is they deal a lot with treaties, okay? And what they call interstellar law and treaties. And interstellar law is a real thing, all right? So they deal with um, <clears throat> treaties of what they call the Romulan, right? And this is the Treaty of Peace, right? And so when you think about the Treaty of Peace, that deals with like the Treaty of Peace and Friendship. And you deal with uh, the Dominion Wars, right? And this goes back to what I was talking about, about Dominion, right? And this deals with uh, documents of surrender, right? And how people surrender, okay? Then they deal with um, the Convention on the Prohibition of Space, right? Space weapons, okay? And if you talk to Jonah, right, he'll tell you a whole lot about uh, space weapons, right? He knows a whole lot about that stuff. Um, then if you deal with the Organian Peace Treaty, okay, this deals with, once again, peace treaties, okay? Then they deal with what they call the United Federation of Planets, right, which, believe it or not, they have something called the um, the Galactic Federation of Light, right, which that's actually the real thing. Um, and they have treaties there. Then you deal with United Federation of Planets, which is a uniform code of military justice. And I talked about this last week, right? Because in some aspects of space, they have militarized space, right? And so being able to militarize something like space um, should let you know that, you know, they went a little bit above and beyond, um, you know, the whole idea, you know, space, um, you know, being just for personal exploration. Now they got it where the military can go up there, right? But this also, like I said last week, it deals with the space above your head. So I'm going to run down a few things for y'all here, right, just to give you an idea. So um, when you talk about extraterrestrial life, when you talk about uh, evidence of, of other, other life forms, right, you have to understand that it starts right here on this planet, right, and it, and it deals with uh, electromagnetism, it deals with radiation, right? It deals with uh, the infrared structure, it deals with all of that, right? But 
Electromagnetic radiation is received from what they call a non-human source that has been essentially identified beyond reasonable doubt, right? A, a non-natural artificial signal, okay? So understand last week when I talked about your aura, you're constantly putting out a signal, right? You're constantly putting out signals. And this is, this is included in the trees. So they go through a list of things. And I talked last week about SETI and the MEDI principles, right? So um, depending on different scenarios, right, what they call intelligent civilization, they look at a few different things. So they look at intelligent civilization, and this is in the tree. They look at it as being electromagnetic, which is what? That's coming off your sun, right? So this is we talked about last week, the corona. It deals with radiation received from non-human sources, okay? Uh, one or more objects that are discovered either on the earth itself or in a immediate neighborhood, Okay, which are identified beyond reasonable doubt as being both artificial and non-human. Okay, so it also deals with living creatures as well. Okay, then the Earth is visited by what they call extraterrestrial spaceships. Okay, which are uh, beings that live on board. All right, so anytime you hop in your car, understand that hopping in your car and, and moving around in your car. On some instances and some levels can be considered a spaceship, okay? Or your body can be considered a spaceship, okay? Then it goes into the Earth being visited by extraterrestrial spaceships, right? Or beings living on board. And then it deals with the Earth um, that receives what they call unmistakable or confirmed evidence of a presence on Earth or a presence that's near or what they call superintelligence. Right. And so understanding that when you interact with the solar system or the sun directly, uh, you're receiving what they call super intelligence through electromagnetic radiation. So what's really interesting about this whole electromagnetic radiation thing is that what, what you're dealing with is a, so that's a supreme sovereign being, right? Nobody can control the sun. The sun comes up, it goes down, it does what it wants to do on a daily basis, right? We don't control that. Um, so it, that is the supreme sovereign. Now, when we talk about extraterrestrial intelligence within space law, you got to look at the SETI principle and the MEDI principles, right? And I told you last week that in the interstellar law, as they call it, okay, it deals directly with the principles of space, okay? It deals with uh, the new regime, as they call it. So what they constantly are doing is they're building um, collectives, right, to to govern not only the space above your head, but the space that that, that we know about in the movies and all of that stuff, right? So, um, you know, one of the things, like I said earlier, is we're dealing with sovereignty, right? And uh, sovereignty deals with freedom of access. It deals with uh, benefits, right? It deals with uh, non-appropriation. And so when there are actions, and, and I talked about inter alia, right? And inter alia, when we talk, when we talk about space, because inter alia is a legal term. So when we talk about space, it deals with space that's regarded as a common heritage of all humankind and not as a mere appendage. So space must remain in the service of all people, right? Not just one person or a sovereign body. It's for everybody, 
Okay. Um, then you deal with space that is regarded as what they call scientific theory. So then they take theories on the space, right? And and how space works. And I'm 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 going through some of these, so you can take some time and go through the treaties yourself, so you can understand it. All right. But it also deals with freedom to access space, right? Freedom to access information, freedom to access the space above your head, which we call airspace, right? Freedom to access. Uh, I like to call it Wi-Fi, right? You know, your your Wi-Fi is the personal signal that you uh, emit from your body. And then it deals with the freedom of access of uh, space in terms of resources, right? So to the extent that space is seen as a shared heritage of humankind, uh, legal procedures that are defined to permit processing of this, right? And this is where you get your treaties from. Okay, so this is where we talk about technology and all this other stuff. So the debate on whether or not um, space is for sovereign bodies, right, uh, is not really a question because you've got all of these sovereign bodies that want to explore space. This is why the U.S. wanted to be the first in space, right, the, the first to enable communication between called celestial nations, right? So when we talk about into alia, right? It also deals with uh, encouraging international cooperation or joint ventures okay, in the development of space technology and space programs. It deals with implementing uh, policies and programs that are aimed at uh, the capability of promoting nations or nations in space, right? So if you ever, this, this movie is about what they call the dark side of the moon and all of that, right? How they've colonized the moon and colonized Mars, right? Well, what they don't want you to know is that there's a lot of people on a lot of the other these planets, right? There's people all over the place. So when you develop principles such as a treaty, you have to de develop a, a fair and a feasible, and feasible talks about, you know, expenditure, but it, you have to develop something that's fair, feasible, right? And it deals with the allocation, if you will, of information, all right? So... When we talk about sovereignty and we talk about title, right, title of ownership, right, who, number one, who owns you, okay? And then once you get past that, who owns the space above your head? And then once you get past that, who owns the space that actually is space, right? Who who can control that? What sovereign body controls that? See, this is a, it's a fundamental principle. So there's what they call a willingness right, of uh, what they call a pay-to-play. So you see all these things where um, in a few years people can travel to space and they can do um, space travel with each other, and, and then that turns into to vacation space and just a lot of other shit, right, that's included in that. So, so there's got to be some type of treaty that's put in place, right, when they start wanting to explore the realm above you. I, you know, one of the things that I recommend that you do when you're looking at treaties is look at the treaties and compare them together. Look at the space treaties. Compare those with the treaties that are done right here on, on Earth, right? And you'll see a lot of uh, you'll see a lot of similarities there when we talk about treaties in space, right? Um, now let me let me pull up something for y'all here, all right? Okay, so. When we talked about the United Federation or the Federation of Space, right, it deals with an organization of 
uh, planetary sovereignties, right? Or um, sovereignties that, you know, that deal with the internal workings of any government, right? So a lot of episodes refer to the rules and the laws of, uh, of space in itself, right? And how Federation space imposes, right, its will or doesn't impose a will at all. So I'll give you an example, right? And I thought this was interesting. And I saw this in one of the episodes where what they did was they had the Cleons, right? And believe it or not, the Cleon language is actually a real language. You can actually on, uh, what is it? When it actually learn how to speak another language, they actually teach you how to speak Cleon, believe it or not. So this lets you know that they're not too far off on some of these episodes. But one of the things that they that they got into here <laughs> with this information was the Cleons had their own law, right? And based on the law on their planets, once they got into space, okay, they could not interfere with Cleon law. Okay, which is which is really which is really crucial, right? But they had to so the Cleons had to respect the Federation's laws, but the Federation also had to respect the Cleons' laws. So the Cleons basically brought their laws to space, right? But one of the things that it deals with is uh, not harming each other, right? Having a a mutual understanding for development, right? And how how each each party can develop based on their own super intelligence laws that would govern peace in space, right? And it deals with sovereign bodies. So, you know, when when you get into things like exploration, activities, and all that good stuff, you got to know what they're talking about when it comes to how they operate in their treaties. All right, so I'm just going to run down a few of these for y'all because, like I said, this is a short show, and I'm condensing some of this information. But, um, there's, there's a few articles, and I'll run them down so y'all can understand, right? So the first article is the exploration and the use of outer space, including the moon, celestial bodies, right, um, that can be carried for the benefit and the interest of all countries, irrespective of the degree of economic or scientific development, and shall be the province of all mankind, right? So you see... They use the word mankind, which is a kind of man, right? So when they talk about mankind, because see, you notice they didn't say humankind, they said mankind. So that means that your ancestors already were following galactic law, right? Laws of the universe. This is why in the episode of the Cleons, they had to follow the Cleons, because the Cleons technically had uh, a system of galactic law that they had been practicing for the longest. Right, and it kept them at peace with each other, and then other people didn't like this system of peace. Okay, so outer space includes the moon, the celestial bodies, and shall be free for exploration and use by all states without discrimination of any kind on the basis of equality. So there's your equity, okay, in accordance with international law. Okay, so then they take international law and they take it to space. Okay, um, it should also be free from. Uh, access to all areas of celestial bodies. So 
There should be freedom of scientific investigation in outer space, including the moon and other celestial bodies. The states shall facilitate and encourage international cooperation in such investigations. Okay. Article 2 deals with outer space, including the moon and other celestial bodies, and is not subject to any national appropriation by claim of sovereignty by means of use of occupation or by any other means. So you see, they, they can't do uh, a military occupation, right, on space, right, which also includes the space above your head. So this is what I'm talking about, right? They'll, you know, and, and you know, not to get too much into, you know, military occupation, but, you know, if you just go look at the history, you know, of any time a country is overthrown, that's done through military occupation of some sort, right? So they included that in the treaties for space. There is no ultimate military occupation, right? And this is why you always see this is this is what Star Wars, Star Wars was about. It was it was that's that's the whole thing, Return of the Jedi and all of that. Okay. So outer space is the modicum of freedom. Technically, so the space above your head is the modicum of freedom, starting with the aura and going past that. All right, Article 3. Okay, it states that parties to the treaty should carry on activities and the exploration and the use of outer space, including the moon and other celestial bodies, in accordance with international law, including the Charter of the United Nations, in the interest of maintaining international peace and security and promoting international cooperation and understanding. Okay? So peace and security is a crucial point. And not only is it done in space treaties, but it's done in treaties like Treaty of Morocco, right? Where it talks about your moors. Okay? Article 4 it states that parties to the treaty um, should undertake, excuse me, states, states parties to the treaty undertake not to place an orbit around the earth. Any objects carrying nuclear weapons. Now, this gets interesting, right, when we talk about nuclear weapons in space, because how many times do you see where they do uh, treaties with other countries not to have what? Nukes. Which, quite frankly, is pretty important, because what happens when you have a nuke? It can destroy life as you know it, right? So it's important to create a stable environment, so they don't want nobody taking nukes to space. Or putting nukes above your head, right? And I, I mean, you can't blame them. That had to be put in there. But the moon and other celestial bodies shall be used by all states parties to the treaty exclusively for peaceful purposes. The establishment of military bases, installations, and fortifications, the testing of any type of weapons, and the conduct of military maneuvers on celestial bodies shall be forbidden. The use of military personnel for scientific research or for any other peaceful purposes shall not be prohibited. The use of any equipment or facility necessary for peaceful exploration or the moon or other celestial bodies shall also not be prohibited. Article 5 says the parties to the treaty shall regard astronauts as envoys of mankind. Now, let me just give y'all um, some information here. Let me, let me pull it up. Okay, because I've talked about envoys before. Envoys deal directly with um, diplomatic relations, right? So uh, it deals with your ministers, your plenipotentiaries, right? 
um, people who are accredited to foreign governments who rank between ambassadors and ministers, right, um, and people who can go out and carry on diplomatic relations. These are called envoys, so a person that's delegated to represent one government and is dealing with another government, right? And and so when we talk about envoys, especially with space, it's really, really crucial to understand that um, an envoy right, or, or, or diplomatic relations are done not just on this planet, not just when it's talking about country to country, but it's done when it's talking about person to person and human to human, mankind to humankind, and all of that good stuff, right? So when we talk about envoys of mankind in outer space, right, it should render to them all possible assistance in the event of an accident, distress, or emergency landing. Okay, so they shall safely and promptly return to the state of registry their space vehicles. Okay, now when we talk about envoys, right, one of the things that is not talked about envoys that much, but if you do some research, you'll find this out. Uh, envoys are essentially either diplomats or diplomats that are to have some form of of stress on them, right, where they need to be saved from a situation. So the, the treaties allow, even with the Treaty of Peace and Friendship, it allows for you to be able to um, have some type of assistance when they need, right, which is really, really crucial because think about this. You get into any type of issues on this planet or the next planet, you need to have something that can step in uh, and assist you when that assistance is needed, right? Now, let's go to Article uh, where we at? Article 5. Excuse me, Article 6. Article 6 states that parties to the treaty shall bear international responsibility for national activities in space, including the moon and any other celestial bodies. Now, um, I'd like to draw your attention over to, there's a uh, dude named uh, Ronald Bergen, uh, or, or Bergen. He He did something called he wrote a book. It's called the um uh it's called the the Rings of Saturn, I think it is. The oh, the Ringmakers Ring the Ringmakers of Saturn, I think it is, right? And you can go check that out. He talked about how they had these you know, these, these these big black people getting off ships and it scared the shit out of them and all of this, right? Really important shit to know, right? Because you have to ask yourself, well, what are they scared of, right? And why would you be scared of these people if you haven't created some form of a treaty with them at some point in time or the other, right? Um, so when you get into envoys and, you know, things like that, understand that we're talking about, once again, superintelligence, okay? Let me, let me go to the next one, okay? Article 7. Article 7 states that the treaty, or each party to the treaty, that launches or procures the launching of an object into space, including celestial bodies and people, and each state party whose territorial facility or object is launched, is internationally liable for damage to another state or party. Right? And it deals with the airspace above your head. Okay? Next article. Article 
eight. It says that a party or a treaty or a party to a treaty whose registry is an object launched into outer space and carried shall retain jurisdiction and control over such object over personnel uh, while in outer space on a celestial body. Now, I'll take you back once again to Star Trek, right? When you deal with Star Trek. Star Trek always, anytime they lost somebody, they had a duty to go get that person and save their life, to help them out, to make sure they was good, right? So your treaties in space are no different than your treaties here on Earth, okay? Uh, where we at? Article 9, okay? In the exploration and the use of outer space, including the moon and other celestial bodies, States parties to the treaty shall be guided by the principle of cooperation and the mutual assistance and shall conduct in all their activities in outer space, including the moon and other celestial bodies, with due regard to the corresponding interest in all other state parties to the treaty. State parties to the treaty shall pursue studies of outer space, including the moon and other celestial bodies, and conduct exploration of them as to avoid their harmful contamination and also adverse changes in the environment of the Earth. So if a state party to a treaty has reason to believe that an activity or experiment planned by it or its nationals in outer space, including the moon and other celestial bodies, will be potentially harmful interference with activities of other states, parties in the peaceful exploration and the use of outer space including the moon and other celestial bodies, it shall undertake appropriate international consultations before proceeding with any other activity. See, they send nationals to space. You don't get to go to space if you ain't no national. You don't get to operate the space above your head if you're not a national. Okay, Article 10. In order to promote international cooperation and exploration and the use of space, okay, including the moon and other celestial bodies, in conformity with the purpose of this treaty, the state's parties to the treaty shall consider on a basis of equality and request by other states' parties to be to be uh, to the treaty to be afforded an opportunity to observe the fight the, the flight excuse me of space objects launched by those states. Okay, Article Eleven. In order to promote international cooperation and the peaceful exploration and the use of outer space, state state parties to the treaty conducting activities in outer space, including the moon and other celestial bodies, agreed to inform the Secretary General of the United Nations, as well as all public and international scientific community, to the greatest extent feasible and practicable of the nature, the conduct, the location, and the result of such activities. So last week, when I told y'all um, you know, about the astronaut, right, an astronaut who was accessing records from space, apparently, right, somebody else's records, right, all that stuff has to be reported. Okay. Um, Article 12. So the provision of this treaty shall apply to the activities of states' parties to the treaty and the exploration of use of outer space, including celestial bodies, right, where the activities are carried on by a single state party to the treaty or jointly with other states, including cases where they are carried on within the framework of international organizations, whether on Earth or in space. So what you see, what you do here directly affects what happens. Article 13. Article 13 says that this treaty shall be open to all states for signatures. So now we get into the fact that treaties go past uh, uh, bilateral, multilateral. Okay. 
it, it can deal with with trilateral, quadruple lateral, if that's even a word. All right, but it deals with the fact that anybody can be a party to a treaty. Okay, so this treaty is subject to ratification by signatory states, right? Which means that they can go in and they can change it. So when when they did the space treaty, they had the Soviet Union, um, they had uh, Kingdom of Great Britain, they had Northern Ireland. They had the United States of America, and they had depository governments. So if you don't know what a depository government is, that deals with your banking system. That deals with banks. So banks deal directly with the treaties as well. Right? Yeah, guys said in the chat, English is not your friend. It's not. Right? It's not. I mean, when you once you get outside of – once you get outside of, of this realm – Right, that we call the earth, you're dealing with uh, you know, celestial languages, and that's what I think that they talk about in the treaty. Sometimes, sometimes some of these treaties they're not even. All right, I'm back. <laughs> they cut me off. <laughs> That's what they do when you start going into shit they don't want you to talk about, right? Um, I mean, writing be on the wall, right? So that's how you know some of the shit I'm talking about is just straight on. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, you can't make this shit up, right? Um, listen, take some time to go through some of these treaties for yourself, right? And and then you guys will understand why I'm why I'm going into this stuff, right? Um, but let me say this, right? The purpose of the convention on space travel um, was to deal with uh, personal injury. It was to deal with loss of life. It was to deal with impairment of health. It was to deal with damage to property. Okay, it was to deal with uh, natural 
property, not natural people. It was to deal with uh, juridical. It was to deal with property of international inter uh, intergovernmental organizations, banks. Not as soon as I t- t- told you about the bank, that's when they cut me off, right? And I, like I said, this is not, I, you know. And let me let it be known, right? I don't do this work to go against nobody or, or to be against nobody's organization or government or none of that, right? This is this is all information that you can readily find, right? And if it's and if it liberates somebody, then that person was meant to be liberated because they took it upon themselves to do that, right? I'm just um, I'm just here to to guide you to the proper information, right? But when we talk about space travel, space trees, right, you you have to understand that this ain't just some some talk, you know, that, you know, and I'm just giving it out, the information out because, you know, I, I like sci-fi shit. This is, this is crucial, right? Because y'all got to think past what's happening right here in front of you, right? You... And this is why I'm doing the webinar on treaties, because once we begin to understand how important treaties are, then you can understand why we teach trust. Okay. You can understand why the webinars are done to help you put yourself in a certain position. 144,000, that's a, that's a real number. Right? So, compensation um, you know, they, they deal with you know if a state so if a state doesn't maintain diplomatic relations with another state that's concerned, it can request another state to present its claim that the launching state or otherwise presents interest under the convention. Right. So one of the things about space is that it deals with property. It deals with natural persons. They don't let people go to space who ain't nationals. So let me put it in a in a in a broader sense for you, if you will. If you're not a national, you don't control, number one, you're not controlling your own space, which is above your head, but you ain't controlling nobody else's space either. If you're not organized into a body politic, you ain't controlling shit. Right? I mean, and it's just that simple. Right? And a lot of people want this information um, you know, to try to control other people for money. This is so much bigger than that. Right? Money is cool. Right? It's, it's a tool. But, like I told you last week, wow, let's be getting space. It, it, money ain't no good. Not in space. You can't spend a dollar bill in space. Doesn't, you know, it just doesn't work like that. But they send nationals to space. So I want you to understand that. And so you've mastered your own reality, your own space, the space above your head, you will never be able to be a master of outer space. Now, um, if you ever, if you're a fan, I don't know, you know, some people you might be, if you're a fan about this TV show, Doctor Who, right? Doctor Who traveled intergalactically. He, he was what they call a time lord, okay? And if you know anything about Doctor Who, Doctor Who wore feds, okay? Doctor Who was an envoy. He, he was the Time Lord, right? He, he dealt with that. So the Time Lords were ancient race of extraterrestrial people, okay? Um, they, you know, they had the ability to move through time, right? And funny enough, um, they got their, 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 their Time Lord machines 
from a sovereign entity, right? So they had to go in front of the Time Lord Council whenever something happened. Okay, so they time traveled. Okay, it was a, what they called a nonlinear perception of time. Okay, they were talking about your ancestors. They were trying to tell you who you were. And when Doctor Who put the fans on, when he put the fans on, he let everybody know, yeah, this is who I am. Right, I'm a national. That's why I can travel through space. Cause he can try, He can. If you think, if you know anything about Doctor Who, Doctor Who just kept on coming back as the next Doctor. Right. He he essentially became a walking on himself. Okay. Um, there's an episode called The Day of the Doctor. Right, and and it deals with what they call the last great time war. Right. I'm not, I would recommend that y'all go check that out. And it deals with these type of things. Alright, so uh, take some time, man, and dive into these conventions. Alright, dive into the space convention. Alright, dive into other treaties and compare them to the space treaty. In fact, get yourself a copy of it. It's 66 pages, right? I keep a copy with me. In fact, I keep a copy with uh, these other treaties with me. Alright? Alright, we're going to take a quick break. Um, call lines are open three four seven nine eight nine zero one nine four. You can get in the holla at me. I'm interested to see what y'all think about it. it like I said, this is this is a this, this is an open topic. I haven't went too much into stuff like this before, but I think that you know it's crucial because if you go into stuff like this, you can understand why trees are done right here on this planet, and then you can understand that they don't allow people who are quote unquote citizens to explore the outer realms of not only yourself, but what they call space. All right. We're going to be right back. Keep it locked. Call lines wide open. Press 1 to get in and highlight me if you want to comment or ask a question, or if you just want to talk about something different. We'll be right back. Let's pull the two-seat out, baby. Oh, nice. Reason down the freeway. 
goes nothing. Pull up on the block in the drop top chicken box. Listen, KFC, BBS is in the watch. Living fast where it's all about that money bag. Never front you, take it there, it ain't no coming back. Top down right here is where she wanna be. That's my goals unfold right in front of me. Every time we fuck our soul, take a hold of me. Addicted like Boogie, that pussy be controlling me. That thing keep calling. Fuck maintain, boy, I gotta keep falling. Pink bottles keep coming. James Bond, Coop, Pop, Clutch, 100. Like outer space. All right, I'm gonna go to the call lines. We'll take a few calls. 
and then we'll get out of here. Car lines wide open. Let's go to six one zero four two seven. You on the line? Peace to the God, Joey. How you doing, my brother? I'm all right. Yourself? Peace I'm doing God. great. I'm doing great, Good. brother. I'm doing great. Good to hear. Thank you. Thank you. Um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Joey. It's an interesting topic, man. Um, what comes to my mind? The question that comes to my mind is um, basically, you know, how could we use that information um, to protect ourselves and also keep us enterprising going forward so that we could uh, keep all our options open to do and to explore the things that we want to explore? Because it sounds like, um, it sounds like you know, this, this is definitely enterprising. Richard Branson comes to my mind. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta think about this, right? Even uh, what's his name? Um, they did Tesla. He did the SpaceX thing, right? Yeah. So when he did SpaceX, <laughs> think about that, right? I mean, all all these rich people, they 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 want to deal with space, right? Remember last week I talked about space. The celestial bodies deals with your body too. So if we're talking about space, right, and people who got money can go to space. Remember, most of the rich people. Like people who got large amounts of wealth are nationals, right? They stepped outside of the realm of being, quote, unquote, a citizen, right? And they had enough money to operate in a certain realm. So I think Richard Branson, I mean, that's, a, that's an excellent example. And check this out. They're, they're doing space trips and shit like that, right? So they're trying to conquer. They're trying to conquer the great beyond or the final frontier, as they call it. But don't think that they're not part of those treaties, too. Because remember, I read here in the treaty, it says that um, anybody can become a party to space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even had a brother came in a seminar once, and he talked about how um, he used the, um, the Zodiac Constitution, right, to get out of a court case, right? And and I thought that was real interesting that he that he used the Zodiac Constitution to get out of a court case, right? Because you got to you got to ask yourself, well, why would he use the Zodiac Constitution? Well, the Zodiac Constitution deals with the planetary celestial bodies, right? Oh. So it deals with yeah, it, it's it's interstellar law. It, it's a it's a higher it technically is supposed to be a higher form of law, but it deals with peace, just like the Peace and Friendship Treaty does. Wow, so Joey, let me come in. I got a little question in there. So to be able to use that, he had to be a national. He had to be able to access that treat where, you know, right? Well, see, that's what I'm saying, right? He wasn't a national, but he used oh, the treat. Okay. Nah, he wasn't no national. He didn't do nationality, but he but he used the treaty, though. And it worked for him. He actually, excuse me, he didn't even use the treaty. He used a constitution, and we know how constitutions work in court, right? Yeah. Now the difference is that they, so they they took an oath to uphold their constitution and then uphold the supremacy clause, which deals with treaties and anything above that, right? That could be considered uh, from a godly perspective, right, or, or a higher a higher source perspective. So when you talk, start talking about going in there with your own constitution into a courtroom or anywhere else, that that gets it gets a little deep then. Because now okay. now we now we dealing with 
Now we're dealing with uh, a citizen or a national of another of another body, another body politic. Why do you think they call them so celestial bodies? Body po- bodies politic? They run in the same mm-hmm. circle. He, he accessed that treaty by um, the Constitution. Yeah, well, he accessed he accessed that Constitution and then invoked it. And it right. the treaty. Now that ain't gonna I, I ain't gonna say that's gonna work for everybody, but I mean I thought it was an interesting example of how it did work for that brother. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. And then um, I also had a question as to. The physical aspect of this and, and the spiritual aspect of this. You were saying that, you know, controlling the space above your head. So, um, <clears throat> if people don't um, include that into their trust, that space above their heads, you know, someone else can access that and, um, and control you from there. This is true. Hey, whoever this is in this chat, uh, this this dude, um, purple pill, a left line head, whatever you are, bro. If you ain't got nothing positive to contribute, bro, st- stay out of the chat, bro. Stay out of it, right? Because cause what we're talking about here, you know, people got the right to discern for themselves. It's information, right? And and, and you know what? Last week we talked about the spiritual aspect of this, right? Yeah. We talked about auras and things like that. Man, everybody got the right. To think what they want to think. I'm not here to make you think a certain type of way. I'm I'm just here to make you think, right? So if you wanna if you wanna look at this like a spiritual thing, look at it like that. You know, if you wanna look at it scientifically, look at it like that. That's all this is, man. Got to be able to discern for yourself. You know, Joey, doesn't every subject have those different aspects to it, and that's what makes up the whole subject. Yep. That's what gives you the whole theme, right? Yep. Okay. So if you're not dealing with each aspect when it comes along to a subject, you cut you, you don't you don't have it all, right? Listen, man, I, I personally believe and this you know, this is from you know, from my perspective, if you're not studying metaphysics, you're not studying science, if you're not studying math, if you're not studying law, they all go they all go hand in hand. You think somebody just rides spaceship out of here without knowing math? Without having no. a nationality? Right, no. Right. This guy's in the chat. He says, Moors are dumb, stupid, foolish, mentally in- inert. You have no iota what you'd be saying. So I don't know what I'm talking about. Won't you come on the radio then <laughs> and give us your opinion since you're so smart? That's the shit I'll be talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. I think I've been doing this shit for years. What are you talking yeah. about? Where, where are your credentials at, bro? Come on, man. I, listen, bro. I know a lot. Of, I got a lot of people who who deal in the realm of just metaphysics. You go listen to some Bobby Hemet lectures, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> go listen to if you. Hey, listen. If you want to go listen to Neil Tyson DeGrasse, whatever the hell his name is, go listen to these people. They all talk about this shit. Just ain't nobody talking about treaties. Nobody's dealing with treaties. They deal with treaties, nigga, on Star Trek, nigga. And then they got real treaties with space. I talked about last week how one of the things they do 
um, if they do like remote viewing and shit like that, right? And they tap into people's subconscious. Right? They they did that on Stargate. Okay? And it was the military doing it. You have that access in the, above the space, the space above your head. The space above your head, the aura. That's the first. Mm-hmm. That's the first part of space that, that has to be conquered, and you got to conquer that. Don't think they're not conquering auras. They can lower your vibration. Lower your vibration. That's what happens when you go into court sometimes, and you let it okay. take over you. EMFs. Electromagnetic frequencies. Matter of fact, one of the first things they talked about in the treaty was dealing with EMFs. Very deep. Right? Very deep. All, all yeah. I'm saying is we got to be able to discuss the stuff. Whether you agree with me or not, I don't give a shit. That, that's not my business if you agree with me. My business is to give you the information and then go, and then go figure out what you agree with. I don't give a fuck what you what you believe, because I don't deal with belief. beliefs are for children. I just deal with exactly. the proof, the scientific evidence, the empirical evidence, the proof that's right in front of me, which says exactly. that in, in order in order in order for you to deal with space, you got to be an astronaut. That's right. You, 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 I read it. it was yeah, no, no belief at all here. Yeah, this just. Studying and, and finding out facts and using um, real life instances and breaking it down. That's it. That's it. I, listen, bro. Like I said, man, whether we're talking about the state constitution, or the Zodiac constitution, uh, uh, Moroccan treaty, uh, Native American treaty, or space treaty, if they wrote this shit for some reason, they're dealing with frequencies for some reason. I mean, they, like I said, they lower your vibration just with music. That's dealing with, ain't, that's not music emit into thin air, into space. You can't see music, you, but you can feel it. But you can feel it's it. Frequency. The, the sun lets off frequencies. Every time you go out into the sun, you're picking up gamma rays. You're picking up electromagnetic frequencies from the sun. I mean, all this shit can be scientifically proven. So, like I said, man, you know, it is, like you said, it's a spiritual thing. Haters going to hate. Keep on doing it. You know, we're going to keep on learning and studying. I'm just giving information. Y'all go out and go read the treaties for yourself. Yeah, yeah, um, degrees. There's degrees to everything. Yeah. Um, listen, man. It's degrees and everything. Yeah. Listen, I, I tell y'all, man, go go talk to Jones, man. He used to work for NASA. You know, he 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 used to he used to be one of the guys who who put together the technology. He'll tell you this shit ain't you know this ain't this ain't some fake shit that we're talking about either. You know, they they really dealing with this. You know. They don't want nukes in space. You know, it's funny because I um, I read one time that when they tested the first nuclear bomb, right, um, the people from the inner earth or Shambhala or Garth or whatever you want to call it um, came up on the surface. 
and they mm-hmm. was, you know, the story goes that they was pissed about it, and they told them that they was going to destroy the planet if they kept doing that, and they warned them not to do that. And then you can go research anywhere. There have been military plants that have been closed down when they're trying to build certain weapons because so-called extraterrestrials come and destroy them. Man, this, these are... These are stuff facts that are available on the internet. So you have to ask yourself if if these so-called stories and if this stuff is true and it's really happening and they're destroying uh, bases and shit like that because of technology, right? Then obviously certain they don't want certain people exploring certain things. Okay. Now, okay, now Billy, it, it, let me add something to this now. You were talking about the inner earth and how they didn't want people to mess up the whole system. Now, okay, so I'm watching this movie last couple days ago, uh, The Godzilla vs. King Kong. I seen that the other day myself, and I thought that was really interesting. That's interesting to bring that up. So I saw that too, and I thought myself, damn, that's got, that's got everything to do with us. Wow. It has a on a couple of levels, and I'm gonna bring this simple level out that it has to do with us. The one that pertained to what you were saying, they actually showed inner earth, and mm, we went there, and they showed how the gravity inverts. Um, interesting. So, you know, you you gotta have a treaty. You gotta have. Relations, some some sort of terms setting relations between those two areas and those two different people for them to be um, existing right next door to each other like that. Come on now, so it has well, to be some. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like even with the inner earth, man, there's a dude on YouTube. He puts these videos together where he be showing, um, like. Cause back when this is back when the iPhone first came out, right? And you was able to like like with Google Earth and all that, and you was able to to zoom in on areas that they hadn't shaded out and shit. And he was zooming in, he zoomed in down to uh, to certain areas of the so-called inner Earth, right? Which this this would be extraterrestrial space, right? The space inside the Earth, right? And he found giants, and he was showing pictures of giants and pictures of statues and all types of wild shit right that was right here on supposedly on this planet i mean so you think about guys they were king kong and all that shit i mean how much of that really has to do you know what i'm saying with, with what we're talking about right now how we know that they trees that they created that deal with the inside of the earth i would i would like it to say that they probably are uh, i haven't found any yet but i'm sure that i'm sure they're out there you know, I deal with what I combine and, and, and what I can see, you know, and put empirical, you know, evidence to, but there's a lot of shit that is untapped, a lot of information we ain't tapped into yet. Well, you know, I, I, I think, I think there's a lot of two things. It's like, it's common sense to take you a long way. You know, once you get the, the basis of something and then you let common sense take you after that. Kind of, you kind of safe because you know what I mean. You're not, you're not off the track in your thinking, and um, that's true. It, it, you know, yeah, you know. I mean, common sense. So you, you, you know, if your mind can fathom something, and it's already <laughs> happening somewhere else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. 
it's probably happening. We don't know what that. We don't really know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 like the whole time, we we really don't know what's really happening on a, on a mass scale outside of this particular planet. We do know that they say some people ain't never left this planet, right? I mean, I've had conversations with Jonah where you know we talked about you know uh, the whole set of what they call black astronauts, right? Who technically never left the planet, excuse me, who are the only ones who could leave the planet because of their bone density, uh-huh. right? Top secret programs and all this other stuff. You know, I mean, it, it, this information goes deep, man. I mean, we, we just have to be the ones to do the research. I'm a researcher, you know, and I research and I and I look at stuff from a, a angle outside the box, you know. It's like we talked about space last week and space being in, um, you know, just not just outer space, but it being the space above your head. Who governs that shit? You know, for the people that just came in, we talked about sovereignty earlier and how they talked about space deals with sovereign bodies, you know, and only sovereign entities can technically deal with space. You know, and, and that's why I brought up the whole thing with Doctor Doctor Who. Doctor Who, they was talking to you with Doctor Who. Doctor Who wore feds. Right, so whether you believe the shit or not, he wore feds for a reason. The nigga was a time lord for a reason. That's not, you know, some of this shit ain't just make up, make believe. It's not. I don't think none of it is, man. The more I look at all this stuff, the more not now when I watch TV and I look at things that's been there all these years that I haven't paid attention to, now they're just popping out at me and things are starting to make sense now. So, like I said, I can watch a Kong versus Godzilla and see that and be like, oh, and where before I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Um, you would think that it's far-fetched or I would have thought, oh, that's not happening. You know, nah. Now, I'm looking at it with new eyes, new ears. Let me tell you, bro, I've seen spaceships. I've seen, I've seen extraterrestrial crafts. Matter of fact, I got one on video. So you can't tell me that this shit doesn't exist. I know it exists. You know, some shit, it's not, some of them shit that you see are, are, are government uh, drones and shit like that. And some of that shit ain't. I actually got a video, man. We was riding, um, we was riding in the countryside and there was a spaceship. and But you couldn't see the spaceship with your naked eye. We actually didn't catch it until we looked at the video again. But it was being chased by um, like a like a stealth bomber or whatever it was, right? And it was going way faster than a stealth bomber. So, I mean, some, some of that, some of that shit, like I said, some of these things, man, they, they create trees for reasons, you know? Yeah. Now, now, see, this dude in the chat, he's still going in, right? He's talking about people reading, writing, people being stupid and dumb. But that's your opinion. That's your opinion. Nobody, nobody's dealing with black Blackstone's law here. We we dealing with interstellar law. We going way past what was written in a book hundred years ago, my nigga. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> we gods over here. We you know we operating on the god level, a real mental level, intellect or intellect. Yeah, we're going there, right? We're actually attempting to go there, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the 
outside of clouds. Uh, <laughs> like I said, man. Like I said, dog. This is, you know, I'm not here to I'm not here to to make people believe something. I'm just gonna give the information. Go research this shit yourself. Go look at these treaties yourself, and discern for yourself. These motherfuckers. We got all these countries that signed off on these treaties, and, and the main thing that they talk about in these treaties are, are nationals and envoys. The envoys are diplomats. Come on, man. Know who you are. I got a question. No, no. Yeah. How could you have a space yeah. station without a space treaty? Well, that different right. people you that different countries use. Different countries use. That's exactly, bro. Because if you look in the news, they talk about that shit all the time. See? And they even got that in the movies. The one I think Armageddon has Russia. He go they go up there and then they find the Russian dude, he's already been up there for years. He's like out of it yeah. kind of. They they wake him up yeah. and all that. So how? Yeah, you can't clown us, bro. We <laughs> we putting two two together, man. <laughs> Man, I appreciate you, man. You always bring out good topics every Saturday, man. I look forward to it, man, all the time. Appreciate it. And I look forward to next webinar, man. It's always good talking to you, bro. I'll say that again. You got to drop, bro. Yeah, nah, I said, man, I appreciate you bringing your topics every week, man. They're always good. I always enjoy them. And I always look forward to them. I, listen, I, I, pre- I appreciate it, man. I, I, you know, like I said, man, you know, this this is just stuff I've been researching, you know, and I've and I've dug into it. I'm not, you know, I don't I don't claim to be the aficionado of space, but I thought that it was interesting because we deal with treaties, we deal with trust, we deal with trust law, right? And everything is metaphysical. And that's really where everything starts. So you have to at least look into these things and understand that shit. If we gonna if we're gonna deal with treaties, we gotta deal with them to the highest extent. Go all the way. Yeah, we gotta go, go all the way. way. You know. So I like I said, I appreciate it, man. You know I, I next week I I'll get back into some commerce stuff. But I just want, I wanted to spend the last couple of weeks just touching on this because, you know, this this is shit that we never touch on. You know, and go read the treaty. I go read the United Nations Treaty on space. You know, and I think something else that's interesting, right? Yeah. A lot of people pull it out of the United Nations, right? Yeah. But they still sign mm-hmm. up to some of these treaties, like the space treaty. So they pull out the United Nations, but they still sign on the treaties. A lot of them want to deal with their own so-called power grids, uh-huh. or, or, okay. or or what they call. Uh, uh, broadband access, <laughs> Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. What well, do you think Wi-Fi is? I mean, think Google Fiber and all that. That's dealing with what space? It's dealing with emitting frequencies and signals, and that's just on this planet. Yeah, I think they're really so, seeing that. You know, they can attack it a, a lot more on their own instead of being part of these big um, organizations that. Um, it strips their power away from them, man. Takes away their sovereignty, doesn't it? Well, I see. I see. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, if we think about it, right? We talk about space. Space deals. With, that's the first thing we talked about tonight was sovereignty, right? Yeah. How how it deals with sovereign bodies, right? So there's a lot of reasons why they pulled out because the the I mean the United Nations, you know, 
United Nations is really a conduit for for a lot of this, the so-called space travel, right? In terms of them creating treaties and they just a conduit to bring people together. But some of these countries going off on their own, they doing shit on their own. Yeah, because they figured like I'm sure. You know, I mean, I don't want no spy speaking for me if I'm thinking of something, but I'm bringing it up to the group and they don't want to pay attention to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, and, and think right? about this, though, right? Think about this, right? You would need a treaty because what happens if, if you know, if you can accomplish what they call space travel and actually leave what, you know, the atmosphere, Right, and something happens where you collide with another nation, right, in space, or somebody gets hurt in space. You got to have some type of treaty to deal with that. That's why they say anybody can sign on to it because you got cats like Richard Branson that's doing his own exploration. You got you got cats like they doing their own exploration and shit. That's crazy because um on on Fox Business, the way they reported that he was. Doing those space travel gigs was just like, hey, and uh, they're gonna be uh, offering our uh, space travel soon. You know, it's like, yo, um, we can't do anything to stop it. You know, Richard Branson's gonna do something. It was just like, yeah, I mean, it's really, he's rolling it. That shit they can do, <laughs> and that shit they can do. Yeah, it's really it's nothing like, they can do. And see, and see, that was the other thing, right? They haven't really, they haven't colonized space. They, they barely can militarize it. And then if you look at the treaty, it talks about how they can't really militarize it at all. But they got space zones. That's why I tell people, you know, go watch some of these movies, man. You know, everything ain't science fiction. Some of it's science fact. And put it in movies to fuck with your head. Right? And they create a nice storyline around it. Yeah, I see it in Star Wars a lot. You know, they just go on to different planets. You know, they say space is cold. <laughs> you know, they say it's cold when you it's freezing. You know, you freeze to death. There ain't no air when you get out there and all this other shit. How you know any of that to be really true? Unless you've been there, yeah. then you don't know. Yeah, you know. I ain't been there. I don't know. You know, but I say what I don't just go off of what I'm told. But do a little bit of research, just like I'm telling y'all to do it. Just, just information. Discern for yourself. The sun's out there, so how could it be that cold? I mean, if well, we're getting well, one, see, see and, and ain't that interesting, right? They tell you, they tell you, the sun <laughs> is, is outside of our solar system, or excuse me, outside of the planet in our solar system. So, <laughs> so then, so then we got to ask ourselves, okay, so I think the Earth, the Earth is like what the third planet from the sun, or something like that. I don't know, but. I mean, let's just look at that, right? How do we know that once you get outside of here, it's cold? Look at this. The sun is a ball of fire. Matter of fact, matter of fact, on YouTube, there's a um, there's a documentary that talks about people who actually live inside the sun. That, that this is what I'm at. I think the what is it called? The land. I show it's got like nine parts to it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. It say we got to go back to the sun. That's eternal life. Matter of fact, there was a black dude, and he 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 had done 
couple of uh, documentaries on it, right, where he went into that shit, and he was breaking down how the sun was a gateway. People was people lived inside the sun, and they were coming in and out of the sun, and there was a doorway, and then he talked about the sunspots and how they were using the cooling spots as, as places to go into the sun. That open up every every part of the year, every part of the every certain part of the year. That yeah. It, and see, when that, this is what I mean. You got to get your mind over this 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 logical stuff here to be able to even fathom that. Yeah, it, it is. You, you got to get past that, right? I mean, like, you know, who wants to go in and talk about the board, the dumb, and all this other shit? But let me ask you a question, right? How many how many people do you know personally that have been in space? How many people personally, you know, do you, do you know that are dealing with this? You know, I mean, they even time the whole concept of time travel, like my man Hollywood says, mind travels. You know, you mind travel. That's the first thing you do is mind travel. You're going to sleep at night. You, you're traveling, technically. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I don't put it beyond um, the realm of reality to understand that they don't create trees for no reason, dude. You know, anybody who wants further info on this, like I said, go, go talk to John. He worked at NASA. He'll talk to you about it all day and tell you that shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> A rocket scientist. My background is in destructive inspection, Joey. And um, it's an entry-level engineering thing, and it deals with metallurgy and the breaking and the look and the and the I can find defects in metals and concretes and all different structures, right? Composite structures. Well, some all of these properties—they're all in science. Oh, yo, yeah, you know, geometry. Uh, that you was know, what we talked about too. Was it the metals and and alkalizing the metals, bringing them back to to Earth and all that shit from space and the exploration of, of other metals? I mean, think about Superman, right? And the kryptonite aspect of it, and how kryptonite was you know, that, that was the one thing that could bring Superman down was the kryptonite, right? And it was a, it was technically what a rock or a metal or whatever from, from another planet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, look at all the shit Stan Smith dealt with. I mean. Silver Surfer and all that. Some of this shit is, is not just from the mind of creativity. Some of it's based on some real shit, some factual, actual, actual, factual. Manipulating metals, manipulating um, energy. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. They do that. Mm-hmm. They definitely manipulate energy. So, I mean, like so I said, it, it, this information. Information is just for you to, to dig deeper into. Uh, you know, I don't claim to be the Google of space information. I just thought it was interesting that, you know, something we could dive into a little bit because of the trees. Facts, facts. I enjoy it, man. I'm going to say peace to the yeah. God, bro. Thank you, God. I appreciate you, man. Peace to the God, bro. Have a good evening. Peace.
Appreciate you tuning in. Peace, Peace. Peace out. I'm going to go to 706-407. You're on the line. 706-407. You're on the line. Peace, what up? How you? Hey, man. I'm chilling. Oh, just listening. Checking out the shows. Interesting teams going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was listening to it and I was thinking about the Bible where it says that, you know, the devil will go into the first level of heaven and get kicked out by Michael. But when I was like in the county, I was looking at uh, I was looking at uh, the news and they were talking about the U.S. Space Force, Air Force, Land, Water, I saw that. Space Force. I, yep, I saw that, yo. Um, Trump put that into play, the whole Space Force. Uh-huh. Thing. Yeah. So, and and that was interesting, yeah. too. Why would they create a Space Force, you know what I'm saying, a militarized version of of, a, of a space travel, if you will. Right. If that shit wouldn't actually happen. But when you look back in the Bible, it, it explains it. And how they want to go out with conquest, how they do on this planet, but... Bob explained to me by master teaching. He said that they're going to make an attempt to go out there, but they will be kicked back down back here to the waters yeah. of the earth. And that's what you want to hold Huh? You got that firmament. Uh, yep, firmament. Yep. Firmament. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. and, and that that makes it where they, they technically can't leave. And that's why I said, I had a couple of conversations with Jonah about this, and you know, from my understanding, some of the only people that actually can leave are, are, are melanated people who, who, whose bone density allows them to leave. That's why you always see astronauts exercising in space and shit. Because they, they can mm-hmm. get to a certain, like the stratosphere or whatever it is. Right. You know, they get right outside the planet, but they can't leave the planet. Mm, look at that. With the sand, too, that they're going to be kicked down. They make it to the first level, the seven heavens, and the first level. I'm not mistaken. My reading and interpretation is they make it there, but they'll be kicked out for all their intentions. Because yep. uh, what you were trying to do, yep. you know. Yep. <laughs> so it's not like that's not as real shit. Know. I mean, the Bible, the Quran. You think about um, we talked about the Quran. It talks about that. people that live on the sun. Yeah, and the Quran talks about that. You see what I'm saying, dog? Uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> you know, the honor, honorable Elijah Muhammad. And he talked about how he went up into a spaceship, the spinning wheel. I talked about how last week the spinning wheel, number one, it symbolizes the chakra system of your body, right? Because because when you, you know, when you're spinning in the right direction, and all your chakras are aligned, they spin like a wheel, and they all go in one direction. Know, and and that's the first that's the first level of space travel is, is in your own celestial body you know yeah, that's why your own celestial body so I'm trying to get out of here and it's been so much time trying to get out of here Dr. Yogi even explained that he said you could turn your body into a spaceship because you got shot the Merkaba yeah, yeah they yep. call it the Merkaba yep. 
You know, yep. your, your shit so, turns into a star, a star tetrahedron. Mm-hmm. You can you get in your own spaceship and ride up out of here. This is what I was talking about last week. Oh, um, no. Um, about your body, your aura being the, 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 the technically the final the frontier. Ship. The ship. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah, that, that star I, tetrahedron. Is the spaceship yep. airline should be trying to fall? <laughs> yeah. Hey, right off the subject, but type on the subject like dealing with trust. Yeah. Oh, do you you teach the same thing? Uh, same because there's different types of trusts and ways to execute them and exercise them. You teach the exact same thing that Jonah teaching. What oh, you mean by like that? Like, is it like a is it like okay? You see, like uh, like Jonah rocking with common law and all that. You teach the same thing, like with the tribes and all that, and the trust. Is that the same? Yeah, of course I do. I mean, oh, okay. I, you know, I deal okay. with tribes. Yeah, I deal, I deal with tribes. I mean, I, you know, you got to understand there's so many levels to trust law, right? But when That's I saying. deal with trust, I like to deal with express trust. You know, and I, you can deal with religious trust. You can deal with express trust. I mean, there's all types of trust. Technically, right. and I've said this before, right? There's there, there are technically two types of trust, right? and then from there they break down to all other types of trust, right? Revocable okay. and irrevocable. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, this you know, common you know, trust is when we talk about common law and the common law system and all of that, right? Um, and even common law, you really is even you can go past that, you know, and deal with trusted treaties, and, and dealing with oh. just strictly that, or dealing with the constitution, or or like I talked about in the webinar, dealing with creating your own constitutions to put in your trust. You know, so yeah, I mean, you know, people, I mean, you know, the thing about it is, is um, you know, me, me, I got a great respect for Jonah. So, so when we when we dealing with things. You know, we we are on the same page, um, but a lot of times, you know, we we may take the same information and go to, to a different direction with it when it comes down to, you know, how you can build on it. But we are in agreement that the express trust is the that that's one of the highest forms of trust. Now, people say, well, it, no, religion, religion trust is. Well, nigga, a religious trust is an express trust. A tribal uh-huh. trust can be an express trust. Any type of trust can be uh-huh. considered an express trust. Because why? It's expressed. Common right. law can be considered expressed. Matter of fact, your common law jurisdictions, and when they're dealing with common law, all that shit is, is in a trust, man. You think about the United States, you think about other governments, all that shit is trust. They just put it uh-huh. they put it down on paper and then they and then they do um they do meetings and they do minutes and they call them congressional records. Right. No. Every time, every time we speak here, you know, any anytime I do a radio show, it's considered a There's set of minutes. minutes. I, I log in. Right. Yeah. These 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 are trust minutes. That's right. right. Make all the sense in so, the world. It's logged. Yeah. I just you know, like I said, man, I, I operate from the realm of of understanding that I reserve the right to change my mind as well. You know, and I reserve the right. When, you know, if there's some new information that come along and it's better, we can use that too. That's a revocable you know? trust. Yeah. See, 
I like I like the idea of a revocable trust, though, because I mean a revocable trust means that you can go in and you can change the trust instrument when needed. If you need to change the trust instrument, you know, to to reflect something new and better, you can do that. If you want to add something like a a uh, you know a space treaty or some shit like that, you can do that. That's your decision. Oh, uh, that's good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, that's where you know, it. Cool. Yeah, but everybody has a choice, though, when it comes down to trust. I've seen all types of trust set up. You know, people operate trust from all different aspects. So I think that when you're dealing with trust, you just got to know what works best for you, your situation, you know. But see, truth be told, I got, I got multiple trusts set up. I ain't just operating with one trust. Don't think that, you know. Okay. You know, I I have a trust that's that's, that's going to protect me under religion. I got one that's going to protect me under the treaties. I got one that's going to protect me under the constitution. I got another one that's going to protect me under my own constitution. You know, uh, and it's all expressed it's by how you put your it in own life. constitution. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, yeah, well, when you operate with tribe, if you operate under a tribe, tribe's supposed to have constitution. I put a constitution together. Matter of fact, when you're dealing with religion, you're supposed to be putting constitutions together. The Bible is a constitution, okay. dude. The Quran is a constitution. The Torah is a constitution. Makes sense. The okay. Church of Scientology, they deal with, you know, they, 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 and I was just talking to a brother about this, right? Church of Scientology, they deal with um, money. In a sense, as as their constitution, they have all that shit written down. But you can't even join that shit unless you got a million dollars or more. Right. You can't even. You will never reach the highest level. Matter of fact, what they tell you is that if you don't have a million dollars or more, <laughs> try again the next lifetime. <laughs> I mean, so you know. sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. So what's your religion? Some people religion they say your religion is love or nature. They play their religion just like that. That just like the brother went into court with the zodiac constitution. He used that, you know. So yeah, constitution is important when you're dealing with trust too. I just don't do, I don't deal with shit from from a mundane perspective. I'm looking at all this shit. Why not? That's a good, good perspective, though. Yeah. I wanted to uh, do like what you was doing, just uh, start a, start my tribe, man. Yeah, you can only have enough people. Private, you know, yeah, you you got enough people. You have a right to 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 be in your own collective. Just you know, just like any other community. You know, there's there's nothing illegal mm-hmm. or unlawful about that. You can do that. You know, you claiming your heritage. Basically, but you gotta be careful with the tribes and how you do that because some of these tribes are under the BIA, you know. So that you gotta Already. go back into your ancestors' heritage and you gotta go under, you know, um, your ancestral law, you know, go back to ancestral tribes, deal with shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's all right. That's all about right. Yep. <laughs> So, you know, but yeah, man, if you want, if you want help with that, you can always holler at me, man. Uh, that, that's one of the things that I specialize in. I've been doing that for years. 
you know, is is helping people go back and understand their history just with tribes. Right. That's a powerful aspect, you know, and I I stand on that. You know. But I already know you do that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a powerful aspect. I stand on that, man. I you know, and I, I believe firmly that, you know, if 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 we begin to use the, the tools that are available to us, man, there ain't really no limit to what we can do, you know, and you can do it in peace with other people. It's respected. You know, Aboriginal people all over the world, but most of us been uh, disenfranchised. Mm-hmm. With no fault of our own. Well, no, let me not say that. Some of it has been our fault. Some of it ain't been. The disenfranchisement, taking away people's rights, and all of that—a lot of that happens under occupation. I'm gonna agree with that. You know, and a lot of them education, <laughs> oh, yeah. miseducation, should I say? Yeah, or oh, miseducation. I said the uh, 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 miseducation of the Negro, Carter G. Wilson. <sighs> mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of people of color are miseducated, man, to who they are. You know, and think about this, bro. We lost a lot of our rights because we didn't have trust set up. You know, people, a, a lot of our people lost what they had. They lost their land and all that stuff because they didn't have a trust set up. You see, the law of equity, once you set up a trust, the law of equity says that what should have been done is considered to have been done. You know, so mm-hmm. if you missed, if, even if you missed a small step, right, equity is supposed to be given to you because you're in trust. You're still supposed to get equity. You're acknowledged. Yeah. You're supposed to still be acknowledged. Oh. You know? That's good to be acknowledged. And that's why we teach nationality and formal processes and all that shit. Because there's still a formal way about, going to, about doing stuff and going about it. But that's where your equity comes in at. Your equity jurisdiction and all that that would have been working well for me because on the 22nd of last month, I went to do my nationality. But, you know, it was a Zoom meeting and uh, I couldn't get Wi-Fi. I heard the ass of the judge. He was saying, oh, well, we have technical difficulties. And then that went out. So I just got to call back the judge. Oh, man, I was looking at it. I was looking at it like that. It wasn't no accident. Wow, probably I wasn't ready fully. I don't know. Everything happened for a reason, but it definitely wasn't no accident, though. It may have been, it may have been the universe giving you, an, uh, you know, more time to perfect what you're doing, you know. Yeah. Not yeah. everything is an accident, you because know? I was looking to reschedule. But, too, I was looking at, like, how the fact I couldn't even get my car into the trust. But I was say one part is the same part in the intro and trust duration. You got your spiritual and the legis, and then you got to produce that, you know, on that title or that vehicle to be entered into the uh, for that to be entered into the trust as property. Yep. Yep. But I couldn't get yep. that, so I was looking, looking around like D A M N. So <laughs> I don't, you know. 
Yeah, you know where I'm at, bro. And I was hollering. No doubt. I'm going to be on that a little bit. Out here in that day, working, working, working. Uh, I don't know how your nationality is going on. To get that case. Oh, I got to reschedule. Yeah, I just got to reschedule. They were like, uh, talking with the people. They was real cold. You and Jersey. George Pachemo. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, you know. We're in a time where they, some of these people want you to be able to do that. Some of these people that? want you to make records up. So we're in a time where some, some of these people want you to liberate yourself. Some of them don't. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, some, the first judge, he was real adamant about me not doing nothing. You know, he wasn't, you know, for it with the other judge, the people in his chambers and all that. They would say, that should be no problem. So just yeah. go ahead and schedule and you'll be all right. That's nothing. But yeah, the other exactly. first judge, he was, he wasn't, he wasn't like that. He was like he was against it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I've seen some cats, man, go up and try to get their nationality, and then, then they get turned down, you know, and then a the case pops up, you know, you know, so, right. so for whatever reason they just can't get it done. So I tell you, just stay diligent about it, bro. Yeah, that's how I'm looking at it. They have the full reason, so I ain't really tripping. I'm just letting it get rescheduled, so I can go run, run right through with that. Because it's a lot of, well, I understand liberties with that, so I'd be able to do a lot more. Yeah, more it is. Vocable. It definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> I was upset. It definitely man. is. I was so mad when I couldn't get it done. Uh, and I was really throwing attention to myself, but. Uh, I got over that one. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Well, I I stay, stay diligent. Make sure you follow in the, the rules of engagement, you know, and, you know, just make sure that you're standing on your square in there, man. You know, and, oh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, too, cause, because they, they're changing shit now. So sometimes you mm-hmm. don't need to go into the court, the court orders. Sometimes you, you can actually just go straight to vital statistics and remember um, I read a case a while back where the judge talked about how um, the guy needed to actually deal with. Matter of fact, was it? Was it? No, it, no, I didn't read the case. I played the audio so yeah, so that y'all could hear it. Where where the judge basically said it was a vital statistics issue, and he had to sue vital statistics. Mm. He had to he had to bring them in to deal with okay. the issue. So oh, well, that's, that's where it starts. That's where you get inducted in, huh? I'd also recommend people people get a copy of their uh, the hospital record, too, man. Prove, prove your blood type. That's crucial, too. The blood type. I'm the blood positive. type everything, too. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a rare dude. So. Uh, they want that blood. <laughs> so you yes, think about do. when I was gonna have that, that surgery. But that blood separates, man. That that blood is that blood is powerful, man. So you know, I just tell you, man. You know, you know to like I said, stay diligent. Right. Stay diligent. Right. I'm following up. I'm on it. I mean, I just I feel like I got a few more steps. Really want to move forward. Bro. I think that's one of the components I'm going to need to move forward is that uh, 
right now because of shit I paid for that motherfucker twice. <laughs> and that first time I was no noise. You remember that? But I mean, let's just go. I'm, I'm in the car. Three times time, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's it right there. Like knock it out, move about, yeah. get it right. Yeah, th- three times a charm, man. Going back into the next time, bro. You'll knock it out. Mm-hmm. You got enough knowledge behind you. I don't see why you. I don't see why you shouldn't be able to get it done. Yeah, I filled it out. I, you know, did the name change and all that from the first go round with all that nationality stuff in there. It's, it's done. It's found. It's just a lot of that just saying yeah, yeah, me. So, yeah, that's where I'm at, though. Well, make make sure you make sure it's a name correction. So, yeah, and, and that's not a change, it's a correction. Yeah, it's a right. correction. And, and and that's why I noticed what they started doing with vital statistics is they started making it where instead of people going in and suing them, they just had a form you could just go in and change uh, and make the correction on the form. Right, cause, and it's easier for them to do that because then, cause then there, there is no, um, uh, 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 what do they call it, uh, precedent that's been set. So other people can't go in behind you and get the same shit because nobody else knows. Yeah, that's another game they play. Real, real tough. Uh-huh. Definitely learn something that new every day. Definitely. Definitely. I'm going to take some more calls, man. I got a couple more people on the line I got to get to. Go ahead. Handle that. I'm here, though, man. Okay, God. I appreciate you calling. Appreciate you. All right. Peace, God. Let's go to to 910-753 on the line. What up? Hey, peace to the God, Joe. What up? Peace to the God. Oh man, I'm just listening in to um information, man. It's great, man. You know what I'm saying? Like um you said something about that Stargate on uh, show, right? Yep. And um and like uh I mean I was looking at one episode of it one night and it was like um then it was talking about like um the code of Hammurabi, right? Yeah. And, yep. Yep. And like yeah, and like uh, I I gotta go back and look at it, man, 'cause like I mean, like the whole the whole complete um like series, you know what I mean? Like different years when you know when yep. it first started and stuff. So like um, cause they got information in there, man. It's like uh, we need to go well, back man, and uh, show, tune in to. That show was deep. That show was so deep. Hell yeah, yeah, I, I know, bro. Really. Well, I started watching uh, Stargate Universe. Um, and, okay. And that was the one I was talking about where they they was so the government was they was thousands millions of light years away. From home, yeah, and they ended up on the spaceship to the Stargate. And the only way, the only way that they could technically get back home for the time being was to use these stones. And and they would basically put the stone down, and they would transfer their consciousness to somebody else. And, and then once they put the stone down, they could see through that other person's eyes. Oh wow! Consciousness. This was in Stargate Universe, but this was in like the third or fourth episode. Check it out. Okay, I will, cool. man. I'm telling you, man, like, um, it's just, it's just amazing, man, how the mind works, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, I know, and, uh, It's amazing how you can tap into other people's minds, too, you know, yeah. with, with just a little bit of technology. 
Yeah, I know, man. Ancient or not. You know, that's oh, yeah. why it's important to protect your mind. Protect your mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because like you yeah, said, yeah. like EMF, the EMF um, waves and all that right there, it's good to have yep. on, like, different, um, certain, like, um, protection around, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And, uh, um, you, man, you know. You De- Deborah Blair, he talks about having Yeah, uh, yeah, Dr. David Blair. Uh, yeah, the diodes, yeah, yeah, yeah like, on um, his website, man. I keep, I keep up with it. I know what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. They, they sell them diodes, you know, and I thought that uh-huh. was crazy. I'm like, well, shit, the diodes are super important because the diodes. Yeah, they are. To, um, Man, that, listen, I heard a story of somebody put diodes around their yard. Okay. Yeah. And as soon as they as soon as they did, they got a visit. Uh-huh. You know, they had helicopters and shit flying over they over their space and all <laughs> that shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Keeping out certain frequencies. So they, they they know they know what they doing, man, when they send the frequencies mm-hmm. at certain people at certain places. They come on, bro. Yeah, that Stargate is powerful, man. People should watch that. More yeah, people should get up, up on them type of shows because they they give you some know, information. Mhm. Funny. Yeah, man. That's all. That. That's what's up, G. And uh, you know, I just had a glad to hear from you, though, G. Man, peace to the God, man. One love, peace man. To, God, bro. to the family. Good to hear from you, God. Peace, peace God. You too, G. One. Let's go to uh, let's go to two one four four two nine. You on the line? Uh, peace to the God, Joey. What's up, brother? Peace to the God. Oh, man. You're uh, chopping up game. We're really proud and honored listening to you, brother, because you are the honorable spirit of our ancient forefathers bringing the truth to life. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Yes, that, indeed. Thank you. I'm honored. Oh, uh, really? And I know real, uh, it was... <laughs> It was it was it was it felt good to have C C M Bay name come up tonight too. <laughs> oh yeah, with the zodiac yeah, constitution, no yeah. Yep, yep. Yes, yep. That's what's up. I mean, you got to think about it. C C M Bay didn't tap into that information for no reason. That he was giving that information on, a, you know, that's a higher level, bro. That's a, we get into that celestial shit. That's a higher level of thinking. And, and I talked about it earlier in the show. They call it super intelligence. That's a real term. Damn! Oh shit! You know, mm-hmm. super, they, they, they say they say super intelligence goes beyond uh, the normal intelligence of most humans, but 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 most humans can 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 achieve super intelligence. You know, when that brother created that that zodiac constitution, he got that from a intelligent source. You know, facts. Yes. So I you know I just happen to believe that. You know, we we, we put we only put limits on ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's putting a limit on your mind. No. You know, and, but there's programming. They do program the shit out of your mind if you ain't careful. That, that's <laughs> the part we gotta be careful with. Right. Mind programming. <laughs> you know. That's the point. Yeah, I'm just I'm chopping sure. it up, man. I, I seen uh, you know when we say, well, a maxim that says equity considers done, what ought to be done. Yep. Yep. Now, with, with Michael Jackson, what did he miss? Miss 
misstep. You know what Michael Jackson's problem was? Michael Jackson created the trust and never put nothing in it. Yeah, you did say that. Okay, but don't it consider done what ought to be done? Or it's well, not expressed? So. Well, mm-hmm. well you, you would think so, but he didn't express. Well, first of all, I don't know mm-hmm. who he had around him. I can't, I can't speak on his whole situation. but And we don't really know what type of trust he set up, but we know he did set up a trust. Um, he was hanging out with the Nation of Islam. Right, and I'm sure that somebody, I'm sure one of them brothers came to him and, and enlightened him on some things that needed to be done. So he got his trust set up, but he passed away before he could put anything in it. Right, and then so, so then you would think that that would mean, um, you know, they would be given with his royalties, his estate, his property, all that shit. Um, but then I got to thinking, well, maybe he didn't go to equity court, or excuse me, not him, but maybe his family. They didn't take it that because you got to think about it. Probate is probate, right? And probate yeah. will deal with probate will deal with the will, right? And then they'll just probate all your shit. But if your shit's in the trust when you go to probate, then they can't probate your stuff. But then it has you have to have instructions. All right. All so, right. So so that that's where it's important to have your trust minutes and your injunction and all that type of stuff. You put that into your trust. You know, you have a um if you will a list of things and you write it out and I think that's what Michael may have messed up I think that he I think he had good intentions and I think that had, had he had yeah, that's people around yeah that's going with it too yeah, yeah. That's my, yeah and, uh, another thing I heard a couple of times you know about a few months apart that they that uh, Elijah Muhammad had a briefcase stole with some with some top super intelligent information inside that briefcase but I heard he went to the mother ship <laughs> Well, I'm saying, what the? That was just interesting. That fact came back to me again. So everything coming full circle. Yeah, because cause see, see, that's what I was talking about, right? He said he, said he went up in the spaceship, right, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that that's very possible that he did, right? I mean, you know, we can't say that he didn't, right? Um, yeah, Nation of Islam deals with Scientology now. You know, and so, I mean, there, there's something near to that too. But the like I was talking mm-hmm. to another brother about the Merkaba, right, or the Star Tetrahedron, right, and your chakra systems, and they spin like spinning wheels, like the spinning wheel he was talking about. So, you know, unless unless we can talk to that brother, which we can't because he's long gone, you know, we won't fully know the extent of that. But I do believe it had a lot to do as well with the vibrations of it. Yes, 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 yes. You know, and, and keep it real, you know, um, you, you go back to Farad Muhammad. You know, and, and you deal with that. I mean, Farad Muhammad, you know, they, they say he was a white man, you know, depending on who you ask, right? And because he, because he was, he looked like he was white, you know. But some people say he was extraterrestrial. I heard that too. You know, and they said that that's what gave him my job information. Because yeah. Joey, well, I mean, Joey you know. Bow. Well, no. Joey Bay, you got to look at what you showed me, how we got to keep looking back. You study the known to know the unknown, which equates to the the war, the ancient war, the ancient versus the modern. So it's something like, a, like the movie Benjamin Buttons, where it's like <laughs> the information is getting. 
we got to look back. It's like they want me looking far. I'm like, no, nah, I got to look this way. Because uh, and going yeah. to the darkness. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, 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 sometimes you got to go into the darkness to come out in, in the light. What you call you it? Know, science fact instead of science fiction. Science, yeah, <laughs> science, science fact. fact. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, every like I said, anything that we discuss, man, you can go back and do research on it. You know, there's That's tons fine. of books, yeah, videos and shit on this information, bro. That that dive into this shit. All we doing is just looking at it. From a perspective as, as you know From a macro perspective But you dive into that micro perspective Of this shit man it gets deep And and I, and I let me let me say this to y'all Some shit you need to Protect your mind on Some shit you may not want to dig into too deep Like like for instance Some of you motherfuckers is out there doing magic You might want to be careful how you How you study that shit Cause it, it you know you, Your mind you got to keep your shit positive Man I, I try to operate. You know, I went through, <laughs> yes, pre- I went through some yes, shit, man. You know, with yeah. other people and information and shit. You have to stay on a positive vibration with a lot of this information. So, so this way you can dive into the information uh, with a clean spirit. Yeah, incrementally. Yeah, yeah, man. Yes, sir. This shit will fuck you up if you're not careful. This, inf- this mm-hmm. information. Um, and I'm not talking about from from some outside entity or other person. Sometimes you can just get too deep into your, into it with your own mind, you know, and you'll be lost in this information. So you have to take it with a grain of salt. Be careful how you study and research, you know, and protect your mind and your spirit at all costs. Facts. At all. We'll do, brother. Yes, indeed. Yeah, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, God. Thank you for um for calling in, bro. Shed All right, Joy. Peace to the guys, man. Okay, God. Peace, bro. All right. Let's go to six three one seven nine six. You on the line? Do you want to cross the U.S. border with the country? Six three one seven nine six. You there? Let's let's go to four zero four four eight four. You on the line? Peace to the guys. I was wondering how long you was going to deny me passage into this conversation. Uh, uh, I think you sit, man. We're going to bring you right on in. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, what up? Peace to the guy, man. It's all good, and, bro. How you living? I'm good, man. Here we are at this conversation about the space we in again. Yep, again. And it seems like, you know, a lot of people got to really see it. You know, for what it is, it's bigger than just what what's being told to you or what you read is how you perceive it. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Because this whole thing, how y'all went into trust off of all this, actually plays a big part in that. It plays and a huge part. I don't even think you can go into an area of space unless you're in trust. You know? Well, I highly doubt that you could because you got to understand your relationship. Between the most high And you for one Now let's not get it twisted Because a lot of deities Have been worshipped as the most high But yep, in fact right. Deities that bow to the most high You know what I'm saying Yep so people got that lack of understanding And they forgot that they are hell When you They forgot who they were That's right Right People, people wonder why I used to hell in my name 
You know, that was one of the right, reasons right, why I decided right. to use the L, you know, to, to, to honor the higher source within myself and outside myself. That's right. The, the Elohim, because, the Elohim that we talked about. Uh, yeah, see, they don't see that. You know what I mean? That whole L, that's a title just as well as everybody worships a man called Yeshua and all these other names when the Christ is the title. You feel what I mean? That's right. And you can be the Christ as well as who you call Yeshua, which, you know, to me, you're mixing multiple entities and shit when you say that. Because his name was supposed to be called Emmanuel. You know what I mean? The Christ or or the or the correct. <laughs> right, right. But if if you want to take Christian folklore, for example, the angel Jibrael came to Mary or Miriam and said, You shall conceive a child and his name shall be called Emmanuel. You know what Emmanuel. I mean? Right. And when we look at this bastardized language called English and all that, we understand that the vowels are interchangeable. A E I O U, sometimes Y. That's right. Emmanuel would have been Iman, L. And we know what an Imam is, right? So we do know what Imam is. Right. And we see that from what the uh, disciples uh, thought. Uh, Iman is like a mufti. Uh-huh. And it's also a teacher. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, a when high you look degree, at... A high degree. Uh, L, represents, L represents one of the high degree master teachers. Correct. So, Imam L is teacher of God. You see what I'm saying? Powerful. Well, I mean, it is what it is, and these are the things that we overlooking because we learning from the mouth of the person or the puppeteer who wants to steer and lead you to where you need to go. Because when it was all talk about the the trust and everything, it was broken down that you sell off of the pattern, not the pattern, but out of the laws from the covenant. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And that's the biggest problem that people can't grasp. They, they Man, a lot, open a lot their of ears. people can't grasp that. Right, they open their ears to man's covenant opposed to the covenant of the Most High, which was the main that's trust right. in the type of shit. That's right. See, see, I, I think that's really important uh, when, when you talk about uh, covenant, cause, because all covenants start with the Most High. Like, all trees start with the Most High, and then they go from there. Right. right? So, I mean, it's a it's mm-hmm. a big thing. You know? You know with, with, yeah. You're dealing with covenants. Right, right. You, you see that when you, it was broke down with the uh, triplets known as Tom, you know what I mean, what they pronounce Ham or whatever, Shem, and Jacob. You, you see what I'm saying? And it was told yep. 
uh, Ham, it was like, curse the Canaan. You shall be a servant upon service unto your brethren. His brethren was who? Shem and Yepheth. So you got certain people that come out of the coat of Ham. But it's being taught to you as if because you are so-called copper color, they lock you into African culture and all these other cultures <laughs> so to speak, with him. You feel yep. what I'm saying? See, when see, Shem see, is one of why I said that earlier about about um, you know no matter you know no matter what your belief is and whether you whether you call it God Oludumare which is African or or, or you deal with um, you know Islam or whatever whatever sect that you deal with, right? All mm-hmm. of that derives from the same thing, whether Correct. you agree with it or not. It's all deriving from the same energy source, right? And when you look at the teachings, they were showing you in the Bible that it was a, a bloodline thing and a right to who go rule what nation, the nation or whatever. You see that in Samaria with Inky and Lil, and yep. I forget the sister's name uh, because I knew gave her dominion over something else. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, we got the ISIS principle. You know, I mean, you right. got, you know, yeah, yeah. She would be My ISIS job. in Egypt, but she's something else in Samaria. I forgot her name. Her name is. Uh, that's the part where. They talked about Tammuz and all that, where he was yeah. slave, and she went down to hell and all well, that. Well, they always want to remove the feminine principle, right? And that's, I mean, you look in Christianity, that they remove the mother principle from it. You can't do that. Well, that was to throw you off balance, you know, as right. the more, because this was your thing. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So sure. more, you can't you, do that, man. You gotta be, you gotta be, have some balance, man, between them two. <laughs> yeah, you, you was tossed off balance mentally, then moved out of space geologically. Yep. Yep. So you psychologically being controlled by the puppeteer. So you don't even really know where the fuck you are. Motherfuckers right. don't even know we in we in Tamilet. we in Egypt, we in Morocco. Yeah, that's one of the questions. A lot of motherfuckers ask you when they uh, be dealing with that masonry stuff. They be like, "What? Well, what's true north?" And you know they say it like they know and all that type of shit. And they don't even even your compass sometimes. Your 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 best uh, guide is the star system, but even your compass. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Even, yeah, even your star. It's it's off. You know what I'm saying? And that's due to the way that people are taught and how they raised up. You know what I mean? You see, like, yeah, you, when you deal you with nature, you know, it talks about nah, your spiritual compass. You got to be the thing you trust. You know? All the time. It has to be related to that trust because you're the biggest use of fuck that's running around on the planet. Yep. And you got your use of fuck to reposition from the most high. Which was granted to you. That was your grantor. And you granted the children all these things and all that. Yep. So, yep, that's a fact. 
until people recognize them being the grantee beneficiary of what the Most High granted them out of the covenant, which was the earth. He said, I give to you every tree and all this for you to eat from for the healing of the nations with the herbs and everything. Nowhere it told you to bite on these animals, but people like to use, oh, no, he said, you get dominion over, he said dominion, motherfucker. He didn't say bite on the motherfucker. Now, see, Maybe, now, so I'm glad you yeah, mentioned dominion because that, that was one of the things we talked about in the beginning of the show, too, was dominion, right? And dominion is power. Right. right. That's a powerful so, word, dominion. Yeah, it's a very powerful word. It deals with sovereignty. And, and even in the space tree, it deals with dominion. It talks about who, who has dominion over space. You know? right. Nobody got dominion over space. But they say that it's for everybody. Right, right, right. So, which stands the reason the only the only space that you really truly got dominion over is yourself, and and that aura that you carry, that that light body that you have, that merkaba. That's it. So whatever comes into that space belongs to you, or is actually uh, regulated, and the laws is coming from you. And this is where. This is why the world is fucked up because everybody want to jump in everybody else's space. It's called gossip and control and shit like that. You, you dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, I, do. I remember Dr. York used to show all the time that certain people want to be like a fucking doctor when, motherfucker, that's not the time space you was born in. You know what I'm saying? No. That's You're right. supposed to be a fucking right. Why the fuck you acting like a doctor? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So that's Here, everybody can be a time lawyer. Right, right. Because according to celestial time, this ain't the space you're moving on. So correct. You were trying to be a doctor when you're supposed to be a goddamn farmer. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And no, so now you wonder why society is tossed up and twisted. That's powerful. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny because um, I, 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 I think there's some societies where uh, people people are are told what their position is in terms of what they can do for work, right? Yeah, it, it, and it, it, I've it, seen it, I've even seen that in some movies where you know you come into the, into the planet, you know, and you know, you, you only can do certain certain type of work. So matter of fact, yeah. if you go back into the Egyptian culture, that was one of the things they dealt with was they would have children at certain times of the year. Right? So this way between uh conception and birth, uh you actually would create a certain type of child. So this way, when the child right. came into the planet, right? This way, when the child came into the planet, uh, you know, if they was born, let's just say they was born in in July or August, mm-hmm. and based on that particular star sign, they knew that they would be a certain type of child, so they would hone their abilities based on that. Right, and they groomed on that. You talk about yeah, terrestrial. That's your zero time reference when you came into this planet. 
dealing with the lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. These these are things that these are customs that we don't practice. I was talking earlier with shocking them. You know what I'm saying? And I had asked the question about the fact that you have people that have abandoned their culture, but we understand to maintain a cultural identity, you must maintain your cultural prowess and presence and all that. You see what I'm saying? But if a motherfucker run around with a goddamn swastika on right now, they're going to be ostracized by their own people who don't even know what a swastika represents. Yep, that sure will be. But you abandoned that principle, which was yours. That's part of your culture. You run around with a Confederate flag, they're not going to see the language that's written on the flag that's showing that their flag actually belonged to you and your people. All they're going to see is the big motherfucking Confederate flag. They ain't even taking time to read shit. And they will call you what the Confederate flag represents. Right. But you've abandoned that, didn't you? So, therefore, this is a part of your culture that someone else took up and made negative to you. And so you call it negative and say, I don't want anything to do with it. But this is the power that's controlling you. Yeah, I remember somebody asked me too a couple of weeks ago about that. And I asked, I think I seen it on Instagram or something like that. And somebody, somebody posted, it was somewhere, maybe Facebook or something. I think it was Facebook. And somebody talked about how, because um, they showed a Native American with a, a swastika going the other way. And they were wondering, right. well, they were, right. and they were wondering about, you know, if it went the other way, does that mean the energy is different or does it direct different? I like to think of it like like how we talked about earlier with the uh, with the chakra system, right? If the wheels are spinning the right way, you activating the, the star tetrahedron. If but if but right. if the swastika is spinning the other way, then you, you basically are 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 degrading or 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 or, or um. For lack of a better word, it's going down. Right, you're moving the opposite of the positive. Correct. One is building, the other one is destroyed. You see what I'm saying? The other one's destroyed. Yep. You use the atom. The atom, when they uh, came up with the atom bomb and all that, the atom was used for. It was really to be for creativity. You could use that power to create. Instead, they used it as a weapon of war to destroy things. You I see what I'm saying? Shame, man. I think it's a damn shame that, that people people would even do shit like that. Like you take something that was pure, then, and then you basically pervert it. That's that's a really fucked up way to, to do it. And then what happens is, is now you're depending upon not your own energy to make it happen, but somebody else's or somebody else's perverted opinion of how it's. That, that's correct. That, that's correct. You know what I'm saying? But see the problem is, and this is no disrespect to. Uh, you know, uh, people of European descent or not only want to say European, but Caucasian descent and all that, that's, you know, that's just a part of that particular nature because they don't have the amount of serotonin coming into the brain to where they see the effectiveness. Their melatonin is low, serotonin is low and all that. That don't make them bad people because just because no, they don't. share that complexion does I know not some, make I, I know some. I know some real good Caucasians out here, you know. 
That 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 right. is treating me better than some of my own people. You know, but and, and, and here's here's what's interesting about that about they whole shit, right? A lot of them what what happens to your kid and use it better than you because they understand uh-huh. not to they've they've learned not to pervert shit after so after so long of perverting it. Right? So right. Like, you know, I, you know, I, I mean and, and people get mad when when they come in and they stealing uh, culture vultures and all that shit, stealing your shit. But I mean, if somebody steal your shit and they make it better or, or they use it better, what you're supposed to do is learn from that and, and build on that. Right, right. right. But you do have culture vultures out here. Also, Whether I they mean, be Caucasian or anything, hell, you got niggas in, in the culture that's still that's still in culture and perverting. Yeah, you, you you see that, and this this is why I posted a video on Facebook with the uh, white guy from uh, Smashing Pumpkins talking about how the music industry is and how they practice indentured servitude. And I said yeah, that that's, not just that's music. Tough. That's real tough because I I did some research on even the term. You go look right. at that. There's a deep meaning behind smashing pumpkins. Right now, you have this uh, Caucasian. I don't know his nationality because he wear a bald head, and you know I'm not looking all into his eyes and all that type of stuff. I'm studying his features, but <laughs> you know what I mean. So I don't know who he is other than what he classifies himself as. But my thing is, you have this individual coming out telling you that the music industry uses certain principles to control you. And the main thing was, he said, it doesn't matter. They're not worried about you going independent because they know that they can always pull you back in because they know you have a price. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So this is where you get the selling of what's considered the soul because you put a monetary value over whatever they need you to do. And we know that they utilize these platforms to promote certain schemes and ideologies and all these things. But everything that these industries promote is something that's ostracizing to the laws of what? The most high. That you were supposed to be abundant. So you're not seeing the air to the throne because you don't follow the laws or the covenant. Exactly. And we and we don't keep the covenant. That's what happens. You are outside of the laws of God and shall not be protected by it. See? You you see what I'm saying? But yep. they raise you. Yep, they sure do. They sure do. And and, and that's what and that's why for real for real a lot of you know, a lot of times the only book that they want you to read is the Bible, but they don't want you taking covenant into other books and stuff like that. Right? I mean, you know, check this out. One of the deepest um, schools of thought is Buddhism, right? Because uh-huh. it, it, deals with, it deals with going back to who you are, right? Going back past religion and all of that and understanding you're supposed to be one with the universal covenant, the universal Correct. law. Right. That law leads to love and abundance and peace and joy and all that good stuff. I mean, so we really got to get to a point where even with this information, where we elevate and pass earthly shit, where, where we listen at it on a celestial level. That's, what, that's one of the reasons why I talked about this basic shit. 
You know, because we on some right. space man shit. Some, some, as as my, my dude Frank says, moon man. Right, right. But see, the, the problem is every motherfucker's got to get past the first grade, which is the Bible. Yeah. Well, you used to boy, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough book to get past for a lot of people, dude. You know, well, I mean, I mean, my, my cousin stuff. And he was super right. spiritual. I mean, he was he was deep. He was he was real deep off into. I remember, I remember when I got him into the information. He took it and went ten times harder, right? And it didn't go crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then when he had his, his service, <laughs> when they, bro, when they had his service, it was a it was a Masonic church service. It was straight up Masonic. Yeah. Well, you can look at all churches, and nine times out of ten, you go see a Masonic symbol on the car. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, so I, mean, I just, you know, I, you know, I realize the mouth. That. Yes, it is. The mouth of the uh, rabbi that's teaching, that's telling you. Yes, it is. This is why five hundred one c three works so good for the government because they, they work really well for the government. But, but the government also understands that the government's got a responsibility to honor religion on every level. So it's, it's what they took an oath to. So correct, yeah. yeah, I mean, what we're doing right now can technically be considered religious. We ain't a cult, you know. We oh. deal with culture. We ain't a cult. We dealing with we we dealing with a high side that can be considered religious. Trust me, trust me. Look, I was speaking to another one of my brothers, and I was like, "Look, you go in here and you fucking with this guy with this black robe, practicing his san, uh, Saturnarian motherfucking magic and shit mm-hmm. as a minister." You dig what I mean? Because he's mm-hmm. supposedly administering something, calling himself all these different titles and shit, and acting in a certain fashion. I was like, yo, we need to just go in that bitch as a minister of Allah. Because that's exactly what you are. You get what I'm that's saying? Right. Yeah, you, 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 you become a, a minister. Oh, come on, man. The L's, the Bays, Ali, right. the Dags. You know, and hell, even if you don't want to use any of those, you know, most of us have Hebrew names. I mean, you got to think about that. I mean, like, look, look, well, my. My straw man's name that I was given at birth is of Hebrew origin. It's Hebrew. Right. Right. And, and and then you go past that. Okay, you go past Hebrew, but then when we get to really honoring your ancestry, you go back and, and when they and listen, when they say honoring your ancestry, we talk about honoring the most high. We right. talk about right. honoring your, your great great grandma. We talk about honoring the source that you come from. Right. That's, because that's Christians like to say omnipotent. Right, right. Omnipresent. <laughs> the L. Right. That that's it. The all knowing. You did what I'm saying? Because once you have seen me, you have seen the Father and all that type yeah. of stuff. Remember uh Emmanuel who people call Jesus, Yahshua and all these other names, said that you can do the same things that I can do but even greater works. So Even he wasn't you can walk on water too. Right. He wasn't talking to you as a father 
over you. He was speaking from a brother's standpoint. Because he asked him, isn't that written in your law that we are all God's children of the most high? You see what I'm saying? Yep. He said, I did yep. not come to change the laws, but to do what? Fulfill all these different things. So by him being an Imam El, you know, a prophet of Allah or a teacher of Allah, however you want to call it, because the prophet is one who is a bearer of good news, good tidings. That's what prophet means. It comes from the word Nebu or Nebo. So oh, that's all that's going on. Nibiru. Right. Right, right. Because I'm going to tell you, remember, Marduk's son was what? Nebo. Or Nabu. Nebo. You dig what I'm saying? So, people don't put everything together as they should. That's why you have to study all the books. And that's what Islam tells you anyway, if you was a Muslim. Islam, you 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 a believer in all the books of the prophet, regardless of what man said. It's not prophetical because you have books that was taken out. You did what I'm saying, and all these books played a purpose. They just wasn't canonized. You can't look at what man well, said. That's where you get, yeah, that's where you get the canon laws from too, because you know they say it's from the stuff. But the laws is already given to you. Right, right, right. People fail when to you, realize when you, that. When you look at the Bible, I ask people, I said, why you stop writing your Bible? Because what you call in your Bible is nothing more than the writings of these people at this specific time that was writing mm-hmm. down what was taking place. So if they're showing this you their downfalls and edifice or everything that they achieved, you're supposed to carry on that legacy. You see what I'm saying? What are you going to pass yep. on to the generation? Are you going to allow these people to tell your story and speak for your name, your family, your heritage? I mean, niggas got so far to go on this shit. They don't have crests. They don't have none of this shit. No, they don't. You, they you're don't. not even marked in the book of life and all these things that, that you're talking about. Well, remember, uh, you know, uh, you know, and I'm sure a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people on the line, you know, have had this experience where, you know, your relatives, like you know, great grandmothers and grandmothers, they should put everything in the Bible, right? They, they even record births in the Bible, right? And they were doing a lot of that for a reason because you became part of the law when that, you know, you became part of that that particular um, spiritual law. Right when that was right. done, and and that was a trust. That it was a form of trust. Correct. You know? and that's and that, yeah, that's one of the reasons why you know any brother asks me you know do, do I follow common law and all that you know listen trust deals with any type of law that is either expressed or not expressed. The Bible was expressed. We don't know who wrote right. that. We really don't know who wrote the Bible. And they've been, and it's, and you know, bro, it's, it's so many different Bibles out here. You don't know how you know which one to follow. What? Like see, he, but that's that's why I asked that question. Why did we stop writing Bibles? You, you're not well, recording well, your life. No, well, straight up, straight up, straight up. I mean, check this out. 
you can consider the radio shows to be a form of of yeah, testimony. testimony. Right. Testimony. Yeah, we we, we write testimonies. You know, or excuse me, we, we, we speak in them, right? And it's a high form of passing down knowledge anyways, because some of our first forms of knowledge is passed down verbally anyways. Right, 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 right. Before they even had a written Bible. Right. Nigga, we put that shit on stones. That's where you get your stone masons from. Right. That's why you had uh, emerald tablets. It was written on emerald or gold scrolls. You see what I'm saying? Because they knew that these things would stand the test of time and it will always be remembered. But our biggest problem is you have another man speaking uh, filth out of his mouth that's describing what took place. That's the problem. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And if, if, yep. if you know it and you realize it, that the words was already written in your DNA and on your heart, but you just don't see it. It's encoded in your codex, in, in, yep, in your late memory, yep. And, and it's right. all unlockable. Yeah. My buddy asked me today, he's like, so what What you saying do with this net? And I was like, look here, man. We was talking about Bible study and all that. I was like, there's no reason for me to gather around with you every Wednesday and study my heart. You see what I'm saying? Because it said that my law shall be written on the hearts of man. You get what I'm saying? See? So if I know See? the law, I observe the law, I understand the law. I'm going to enact the law out of my heart as I should. So yeah, from a pure place. That's right. Right. Because it says once two or more gather, God is what? In the presence. He's present. He's That's right. The term yeah. wasn't God. It was El. Elohim. Yep. Elohim yep. is in the presence. Once two or more Elohim. Gather. Yep. Elohim is right. present. So, well, and see, that's what I'm saying. When you get like minds, and then, and then when you get one person, who comes in that 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 is not on that same vibration? That's a bad link in the chain. You know what I'm saying? So that is it, it, that's that's part of the reason why, man. I, you know, I, I really don't pay too much mind to a lot of cats when they come in on some of these shows and they want to talk shit in the chat or the haters that be in the background. Then people are gonna be who they're gonna be. But the thing is, is that when you got two people or more that are on the same vibration. That's more powerful than right. one hater could ever be. Definitely. But you got to realize that the niggas are playing their role. That's their energy. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, the energy that they yes, bring, it's, it's all, that's all it's about. And this is what's ruling in the world right now. Because if you think about everything that the people are going through, they walk into these organizations. These organizations, from the start of the height of it, when you look at the United States of America Congress assembled, all that, all the way down to the United States, all the way down to the state, all the way down to the county, all the way down to the business that's doing business with the state, all these people are manipulating people through contracts. Yes, it's really true. Yeah, well, well, and, 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 that's, and that's why the trust is so important. Because everything right. is done. I mean... You know, even the government uses the Bible as, as its um, 
no, as his trust, if you will, in his trust. Yeah, that's the rest for them. Yeah. Yeah, this man. Is something you know. That I want to show people. You have to understand that you don't have to use the word trust for it to be a trust, because it says what? No, you All don't. you have to do is have these elements. Covenant. And covenant. those elements. Yeah, a covenant. But the elements of that is intent, purpose, notice, and yep. part. That's right. Whenever you see them words grouped together, you and a motherfucker. Well, you know what time. You know, you know what I'm. That's that's right. That's right. Yeah, if you look at your statutes, the statutes say intent and purposes of such said statutes serves as boom. And the notice is what? It's a publication. And the parties are who? Any residency, citizen, those are the parties. So the trust that was it's created. Yeah. No, that even even in that even in that tree I read earlier, uh, you know the two the, the two parties they mentioned, one of them was the Nationals, and the other party they mentioned was was what they called the the uh, the, the, the residents. Right. You know, that's, so, I didn't I mean, use the right. You know. Yep, yeah, that, that's resident is. Identifying the red, and you're and saying I, I, that you are a citizen of whatever, whatever. So you agree yep. to what? That's why I posted that memory from 2015 to show people that look, man, you agree to all. You can either cancel the motherfucking agreement, or you can do better business with it. Or you can do better business. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's you, signed up for. you know what I mean? That's a fact. It, it, That's a fact. It's not. Even though a lot of things you did was under certain things. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this too, George. I know I'm holding you a long time. But I'm going to say this too. My it's next move. My prayer for relief is, and I'm sure this is going to make me agree with you, if they ever think about fucking with me. I'm going to make these fucking police officers register as sexual. Because they molested me on They found on me. And they held me on a little I never thought about that. I never thought about that. But that's that's interesting. That's interesting because anytime, you know, the Constitution talks about that too, right? You should never be molested in your person. You know? And, yeah. And they, they, you know, they use that word so loosely where your mind, you know, people's mind automatically goes, yeah, people's mind automatically goes to something that's really perverted. Um, but Correct. it's not always it's not always that. Some, sometimes it's it's just being, um, you know, disturbed and having your peace disturbed, you know, and not being able to, you know, carry out your, your everyday responsibilities or, or, or life, you know, or just drive down the damn street without getting harassed. Right. True. And I got all the proof in the world because first off, all this little thing about. Give me this, give me that. No, I'm not. I'm not up under any motherfucking uh, authority for me to give you any evidence against myself. I already know that, and you try to force yeah. me into something legal compulsion, right? Now, legal compulsion yep. means rape. It means molestation. Yep. All these type yeah. of things. So when you use the statute, legal or uh, rape and molestation, it's a broad term. It don't go into 
physical because you can mentally do something, but what does the cop do? He pulls you out of the car and he searches you. So that's not searching me. You finally me. Oh my God, stranger danger. Someone help. I'm being molested. I don't give a damn how old I am. <laughs> so my equitable Yo, prayer for I, a as we call it, would be it's, it's powerful, man. And, that, and that's where and that's where your redress for grievance come in at. Thank you. Know. Yeah. We gonna we gonna leave it on that note. Yeah, we gonna leave it on that note. Because that's powerful. Yeah, they gonna be testing this fucking with me. They better leave me alone. <laughs> That's tough. Hey, that's the show, man. I, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you for real coming in and dropping in. I know other people do it as well, you know, and just adding to the conversation because it's a it's a conversation we gotta have, you know. And we'll continue to to keep these conversations going because it just nothing else is thought provoking and, and it raises awareness, you know, in terms of you know uh, where we should be at, what, what direction we should be flowing into. You know, not everybody's gonna pick up on that, but we're a small group, right? So. Well, let, let let me leave off with this right here. Equity aids the villagers, not those who slumber yeah. on their rights. Peace to the God. That's right. Peace to the God. That's what it is, man. Equity aids the villagers. They villaging with your rights, man. Stand on your square. All right. That's what's up. Peace to the gods. Uh, we're going to get up out of here. We got some upcoming webinars. Make sure that y'all sign up for them. We'll be doing the trust webinar at the end of the month. And uh, other than that, man, I'm going to say peace. Appreciate you, Hollywood. Peace to God. That's and, peace, uh, God. That's peace. That's peace. We out of here. Y'all be good. Oh, also, I'm going to be starting a show during the week here soon. So I'll keep y'all updated on what date that show is going to be. And uh, we out, man. Peace. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L.